0: December the 20th, 2021 Thanks for tuning in to another episode of That's What G Said Podcast Happy holidays everyone And hope you all are getting prepped for Christmas, we are less than a week away So the schedule will be a little bit different Over these next couple weeks On this episode, I I had the Hawkeye episode 5 Recap with Tim Kelly and I was kind of trying to Figure out what I wanted to do And I just said, you know what, let's just put that on this episode This one will just be Hawkeye We'll give you the schedule of, of How things are going to be coming up over the next week or so Because I'm going to already Be focusing so much on Santa Anita We're going to give you every day Of coverage of racing from Santa Anita That I wasn't worried worried To try to squeeze a few other things onto this episode That I just I would much rather get ahead Get the focus on that So, on this episode, you're going to get our full deep dive recap and review of Hawkeye Episode 5 with Tim Kelly, and then at the end of that, we actually do talk a little bit about Spider-Man, so spoiler alert for all of you out there, we're going to get into the deep dive of Hawkeye, scene by scene, everything that happened, then we spend about 10 minutes ...just giving some quick thoughts about Spider-Man... ...No Way Home... ...but we do get into spoilers... ...we do talk about things that happen in that movie... ...and everything that's been going on in the Hawkeye show... ...so that's what's going to happen on this episode... ...but let's talk a little bit about the schedule coming up... ...so... ...December the 26th is opening day at Santa Anita... ...we will be providing you... ...best bets... ...pick fives... ...guest interviews... ...every day there's racing at Santa Anita... ...there's going to be some coverage from me... ...right here on this episode... ...on this show... Or And or, not just or And or on social media We're going to have live streams uh, Probably once a week To help set you up for either Friday, Saturday Or some of the big racing uh, days at Santa Anita And then January the 6th It's going to be Sam Houston They're going to join the party So we're going to have a major focus in the next few months On Sam Houston and on Santa Anita We'll continue along with everything that we've got going With football Eric will join us every week All the way up to the, throughout the playoffs and up to the Super Bowl Chad Cooper will be here with us each and every week For this week in wrestling So later this week We'll have Eric join us to talk NFL Week 16 Chad will help us Discuss everything going on in the world of wrestling uh, Later I've got Emily Gullickson who's going to join me And help me talk Santa Anita Opening Day So we're going to go through the Santa Anita Opening Day card With Emily That'll be on the next episode And then You'll have a full Spider-Man deep dive coming up in the next week or two With Tim We've got to finish up Hawkeye We have episode 6 coming up from Hawkeye And then the book of Boba Fett Is going to start on December the 31st Matt Velasco is going to be back to join us To do those uh, book of Boba Fett recaps So So much to be excited about Coming up and we're going to be Like always your one stop shop right here On That's What G Said So This episode just Hawkeye Little Spider-Man In the next few days, let's see, this is Monday, so Tuesday we'll have a live stream at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We're going to preview both of the Tuesday night football games. Yeah, Tuesday night football. There are two this week. The games got uh, pushed back a little bit because of all of the COVID issues that a lot of these NFL teams are dealing with. So two games on Tuesday. Join us on Twitter. It's me, Gino B., or at BTVBets, and we will uh, set you all up. Eric will be joining me, B-Ho. And we'll, we'll get you set up for those two Tuesday night football games. Then Wednesday, I'll probably uh, record Wednesday or Thursday with Emily. I'll get everything set up, and I'll post the show Thursday night. So it'll be out before Christmas Eve, and uh, everyone can have a nice Christmas Eve, Christmas if you're driving somewhere and you need to put the podcast on while you're driving, or if uh, you know, you're just looking for a little time to kill in between stuff. We'll have that all set for you, and, uh, and we'll have that all ready. So, whew just a a few minutes, just talking about what's coming up and just the the schedule ahead and we're always so grateful to be bringing you this podcast to be able to do this because of all those great sponsors out there. Let's give a big thank you to some of the sponsors right off the bat. BetterThan.Vegas, this episode is brought to you, presented by BetterThan.Vegas at BTVBets. Get to BetterThan.Vegas, create an account, post your plays for free and if you have the best ROI each week, you win 250 bucks for nothing. Won't cost you a cent, and you'll still win that 250 Check out BetterThan.Vegas. Give them a follow at BTVBets. Full-service realtor Cindy Carava. She has been with us since the very beginning, and she has the Black Friday sale going on right now where she will discount you up to $1,500 of services. So if you're looking to buy a house, to sell yours, to maybe improve your home, contact Cindy right now because you'll actually be able to save. If you're going to do it in a month or two months, why not do it right now or just get ahead of the game right now, get it. Um, get in touch with her, and that way you know you're going to be saving some money. You know you're going to be uh, helping putting yourself in a, in a better situation. Cindycarava.com C-I-N-D-Y-C-A-R-A-V-A.com. Anytime we're handicapping the races and we're prepping for the races, daily racing form for me, that's where I go to get my past performances. Let's talk a little bit about some of the horse racing sponsors if that's what G said. Mm-hmm. Stable Duel app and play today. Big games ahead with Santa Anita coming up. Stable Duel will have lots of big money games at Santa Anita. They'll continue on with the big games at Gulfstream Park. You're going to hear about Stable Duel every time we talk racing here on That's What G Said. We will have some Stable Duel plays for you from a few different tracks. Get those entries in and play, race, win. And if you're looking for some last minute Christmas shopping, Candles are a perfect gift Friends, family, people that you don't know exactly What to get for You can give them a couple different candles A couple different options, a couple different scents For any mood, any season C-E-R-A-Candles.com And use that promo code G-I-N-O It'll get you 10% off your purchase So you want to set the mood You're looking for something all natural Soy Wax non-toxic baby sits for every season now don't
1: be afraid baby just spell it out c-e-r-a candles.com
0: and don't forget promo code gino gets you 10% off Mm -mm. big thank you to all the sponsors who have helped us out for so many years now here as uh gosh three years now and, uh, and some of them have been with us from the very very beginning so happy holidays and thank you all for helping us keep this show free for everybody out there to listen to always going to make sure we've got free content for you in a, a bunch of different places so let us get into our deep dive scene by scene recap and review Tim Kelly joins me spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert we get into everything That's happened in Hawkeye so far As this is now episode 5 The deep dive is for episode 5 And we do talk a little bit about What happened in Spider-Man at the end So some things through Spider-Man crossover So spoiler alert We hit Hawkeye, a little bit of Spider-Man With Tim Kelly on That's What G Said The holiday season rolls on But this week it's a huge week For Marvel and the MCU as well We have uh, just finished up with episode 5 of Hawkeye Tim Kelly joins me and we're going to give you a a deep dive Scene by scene recap of that Just one more episode left of the 6 episode installment of this season So far so good And uh, just a few days ago You and I are actually recording this on early Saturday morning Just a few days ago earlier this week Spider-Man No Way Mm -hmm. Home came out And that was a big one So just as an overall Warning spoiler alert This won't be our Spider-Man Deep dive recap We'll do one of those in a week or two Probably after we've watched it one more time At least but there are Some connections there are some Things that are I think are big big picture things to discuss So Tim we are probably going to mention A few things that happened in Spider-Man Throughout just a blanket overall Warning and how are you doing on this Big FCU week Oh, I'm doing
1: great. I mean, uh, like you said, this is a big MCU week, and uh, they really nailed it. This episode of Hawkeye was fantastic, and I'm riding high off that uh, opening day Spider-Man screening. We saw it in a packed house, and uh, it was just a a beautiful experience to be back in theater like that. Um, But uh, there's some great connections between the two as well. A, A few little Easter eggs that connect this episode of Hawkeye. Uh, and the Spider-Man uh, movie, No Way Home um, And uh, I just, I'm, I'm so stoked going into this last episode of Hawkeye here Because so far they've just absolutely nailed it
0: So the biggest thing to discuss between Hawkeye and what, what we saw in Spider-Man was now This universe is growing This Marvel mm-hmm. MCU universe It is, gr- it is a growing and we have been teasing through the episodes of Hawkeye so far in this series That there was going to be a, a new kind of big character brought into this show That had been in previous Marvel shows but not on Disney Plus and not in the MCU mm-hmm. So the connection now to the Netflix Marvel shows yeah. is happened We've seen characters that have been introduced on shows in, in uh, Netflix, and now they are in the MCU. First here in episode five of Hawkeye at the very end with Kingpin, the reveal yeah. of that character. And we actually see in, heck, the first, like, few minutes of Spider-Man, uh, mm. Daredevil shows up. Yeah. Just, sit- just sitting there. It was like, oh! And I, the uh, the audience starts, ch- starts clapping. It was great oh, when he yeah. popped up. Like, every time... That was what's so cool about being in the theater for a movie mm-hmm. is that every time somebody pops up, that crowd just starts going nuts.
1: It it was amazing. It was – I had goosebumps, just chills down my body. Uh, it was like an endgame level experience right there. And I love that it was just so freshly connected with this episode of Hawkeye. I mean like you said, we get – Confirmation of Kingpin in this episode. We knew it was coming. We, we it was telegraphed heavily throughout the series up until that point. Uh, we called it. We basically bet our lives that that would be it. Uh, but uh, it was a great payoff. And then to see in that same week, Matt Murdock from the Netflix's Daredevil, uh, and and a great scene-stealing moment too. Uh, it was just it's that synergy of the MCU that. Is kind of the whole appeal of the thing That it's these large interconnected stories And these grand characters That uh, can actually live in the same world And affect one another And that's the beauty of it That's what's so fun about this thing
0: So the previous shows on Netflix And those characters They would sometimes reference the MCU But it was was never the other way around We never got Yeah, we never got this MCU world Talking about some of those other characters And now the floodgates have, have opened What was great about this was like I saw some people on, on some of the other recaps Very happy that this wasn't a Ralph Boner moment Or a Mephisto right. You know like <laughs> One of yeah. those like where they were really leaning into it This was this was like the, a Kang reveal Or something that mm-hmm. we thought We kind of hoped for And it ended up happening So very good episode overall And we'll get more into uh, into Hawkeye now But there was just over the last week there was a, a, a Definite big big picture Similarity between Hawkeye And in Spider-Man and that was it That's This world that has now been opened And where we will go Moving forward but this episode In particular was Just excellent it was great yeah. um, We get a little bit of Yelena's Not mm. necessarily backstory But just kind of Filling in some of the gaps for Yelena We kind of knew her yeah. a lot of her early backstory Up until Around 2018 where we saw her At the very end of Black Widow And yeah. so that's, that's Kind of where we pick up from from with her And mm-hmm. what we See Tim is What I, I thought was incredible The way they were able to Show her perspective of The blip in a, in a Full oh. circle Moment because we yes. haven't seen Anything like this before We've seen the perspective Of people that blipped and kind of went to mm-hmm. dust We've seen The perspective of people Kind of returning from the blip mm-hmm. And we usually have seen it from The perspective of Someone who didn't get blipped Who was still around right. Kind of saw what happened And then people are gone It was never this blip Dust gone back together All in one moment yeah. Just to Unbroken. give it It was like Five years were just one second to Elena, and it was the way they did this was just so great. It was so cool. Effect, yeah. Um, I actually the the way that they sorry the way that they like
1: they kind of like blurred or transitioned uh, into the new world, like how the 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 room just changed around her. But it kind of like it kind of mimicked the way that the that the people are blipped away uh the the way that they fell apart into ashes it kind of reassembled the room in like this ash format it was just brilliant the way that they that they showcased that and i thought it was a really interesting new take on it too because we we'd kind of seen it back with um, monica rambo uh yeah. back at the hospital Very similar. but if you if you think about it though uh, and that was a great sequence but that was in like a room that probably didn't change at all so you didn't get that room changing effect whereas yeah. uh in this case they remodeled the house So all of a sudden she's in the same Greek. room But it looks entirely different It was such yeah. a cool effect And it uh, really blew me away It's something that like I can't imagine seeing something like that on a TV show Just a few years ago I mean that's a big budget special effect uh, in, in my mind uh, But they they handled it seamlessly And that's just one thing that the MCU does really well
0: Yeah just uh, a great Great moment She's just looking around Mm. Not sure what the hell happened Kind of, you know, scared And we, we just get this perspective that we, you, you probably never really yeah. got this full You know, it's funny um, I couldn't put my finger on it for a minute What it was reminding me of And I, I kind of started typing some things in and, and looking up Willy Wonka, the particle accelerator do you remember this that oh. that scene in Willy Wonka where they go in and and they can transfer the candy bar across the room and then Mike does Mike gets transferred and he oh, goes nice. in he's the first person to move and what you see is you see the particles like get taken apart and then above everybody they get sent across the room and they're like individual and then they get put back together on the other side and that was what this reminded oh. me a lot of you know you just see <laughs> It completely taken apart and then put back together real quickly. And uh, it was, it's so cool when, when I, I mean, I have no idea if that's something that they were like leaning into or looking at, but it's so cool with the Marvel and MCU stuff where they, they lean into so many things that they've seen. Heck, like I said, with, with Hawkeye, they, they very much said, yeah, we watched Home Alone 2 over and over again so we could find right. cool spots in New York to run by. So that's right. like that Willy Wonka scene was one that just, uh, It reminded me a lot of that And I think these are the same Bird and Birdie directors of this episode Right? Yeah. That are just They are so great And it was So great It was again Like a continuous shot Or there there weren't noticeable edits in it Where you sort of follow Yelena into the bathroom The door closes It kind of She Starts to turn on the water she starts to wash Her hands and the water like goes through her Hands
1: yeah yeah
0: And and like it just the particles Of her hands start to like You know kind of disintegrate and then she Looks around and it's yeah It's um it's cool like it's Probably little combinations of things You've seen in movies through the Years and uh, it's There's even like a little part of like Jumanji you know mm-hmm. where like the when, when they get sucked Into the board game and and the, the body Parts are like the particles little by little go away I yeah. uh just so, so much Cool stuff here as She you know like you Said she wakes up five years later things have Changed the whole house is different Her friend is a family now And and that's our sort of like our Cold open before we get yeah. into You know we get back into everything That's going on in nowadays present Day New York and It's just Right back where we left off with hey, what's going on with Kate? Clint is upset with Kate here and <laughs> there are uh you know, a couple really good good run throughs of New York as um uh, Yelena, she's uh she wants to have her sex in the city moment, you know. She's in New York <laughs> right now and the scene with Elena and Kate in the apartment, there are a couple scenes like this in, in this episode <laughs> where it's just a lot of talking. You know, yeah. it reminds yeah. it's, it's it's very reminiscent of some of the Loki mm-hmm. Mobius scenes, just sitting at the table. But they they give oh, sure. you so much, or even the Loki and Sylvie Kang segment at the end, where it's just they're just sitting there talking. But yeah, it's very rich and and it's like um like a new age negotiation tactic scene of Yelena who's playing buddy yeah. buddy she's just totally manipulating the hell out of Kate in that scene
1: yeah it really uh reminded me of another Loki scene actually from uh Avengers 2012 back with uh Natasha Natasha just kind of uh low-key interrogating uh Loki without uh Without him really understanding it, he gave away his whole plan to her uh, in just what he thought was a conversation where he was kind of dogging on her. Uh, so Yelena has this great, you know, just conversation where she makes it very, uh, very casual. But the whole time, you've got Kate who who's very suspicious and very tight, and and she's calling Yelena on all these various like little. Interrogation tactics and mental tricks That she's doing so there's a great back and Forth there It reminded me also of In a very different way of like uh, Michael Mann's heat when you get De Niro And Pacino together at that At that uh, diner scene and they're opposite one Another at the table and it's just a like you Said a rich uh, Dialogue uh, scene with just two characters I loved it
0: The Ronin makes his Return Mm. here Man and Clint When he Puts that you know Ronan mm-hmm. outfit back on and yeah. I love how even when He he has this incredible moment With the uh, With the memorial when he's in New York When he's talking to yeah. Natasha which is just this Really powerful scene which is great I think it was a scene that we needed Because we never mm-hmm. really got that From him with Natasha there wasn't like a Natasha funeral ever Right where we huge. saw that With him we only kind of yeah. saw that with with Yelena having that moment with Natasha at the end of Black Widow. So I thought that was right. was good and necessary. It was like they they're so smart, man. They've got that checklist of stuff back there somewhere where they're like, "Boom, got it. Got that one checked off," you know. Okay, there we yeah. go. Now, now now let's got we got another 7,432 things we got to get to in the next movie projects and TV shows and everything. But that was a that was right. a good one to check off. And then man, I love how when he puts the costume on the rodent suit yeah. back on the the hood comes back on the, yeah. the music is ominous the you know he's in the used car lot and everything's dark and the, the yeah. that sequence when he pops up on maya yeah it is like it is straight out of the early batman stuff i mean it was so cool he's yeah just I, I immediately yes yeah Immediately I thought of of Batman too and there was a
1: great image too of when he first kind of reveals himself he steps into the light and he's got this he's uh lit with this overhead uh light and it's the, the light's coming down on him and it kind of like rims uh his hood to make it look like this hat it reminded me of like oh, I forget the name of the character that sh- it's that Mortal Kombat character it reminded me of like a Ronin or something yes. like, like it, it it the hood made like looked like a That samurai Ronin. Is it Raiden? Is it? Yeah, I think uh, it looked like
0: Raiden. It reminded me of Raiden. The look of Raiden in the video games, even. Yeah. 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 In like a a silhouette form. It was really cool. Yeah, it it was. Gosh, it was good, and it's it's great because we know with this show, I'm not as worried about. We only have one episode left now, and there's still Mm -hmm. a lot going on. There's a lot of characters in here. There's a lot of ways we're gonna go. I'm not as worried, though, because I I know we're going to see everybody like the show is doing enough for me. OK, let me let me rephrase this again. Mm-hmm. We talk about this with in every one of the Marvel uh, TV shows, movies that we've recapped. Can they be a standalone and be something mm-hmm. that you just watch and enjoy, but also be part of the bigger MCU? Right. This feels like it's doing a very good job of that. This is something that I could go back and watch Each episode is entertaining And also tells a story But Mm -hmm. I know that Maya slash Echo Yelena, now Kingpin um, You know, Kate They're all going to be big parts Moving forward, they're going to be major players In their own movies, TV shows In this world So, whereas I'm I'm very interested in what happens with all of them I'm not worried about getting these night Nice, tidy, clean conclusions right. for all of them here because I know that hey, we're getting the echo show soon. We're getting the armor wars, the secret invasion, right. where we're gonna see all of these people show up. So true. So it's like what is important then that, that needs to be wrapped up? Um, if you ask me,
1: it's the, it's got to be the heart of the story, the Clint storyline. Uh, we need we need to have resolution there with this watch with his family, make sure that they're safe. He needs to have a resolution with his character where he's kind of put his past to bed and uh, let, let's go of, you know, all the, the guilt that he's felt. I feel like he's already kind of made that journey. Now it's, it's really just about closing up the, these loopholes with, with, um, you know, uh, the big man, you know, we got to take mm-hmm. him down. We got to take then, out uh, Kate's mom or figure out what's going on with that. But some of his- kind of resolution there.
0: Sort of the passing of the torch moment too. We literally yes. saw him, him hand off and an Mary. arrow to her, which yeah. was like, man, yeah. I got like goosebumps at that moment yeah. when it because it was just such a. You have to kind of make sure you don't miss it. Really, it's subtle, yeah, because it's quick. It's not like something. And with Kate, it's like it's like a moment that four episodes ago she would have made such a big deal of. Oh yeah. She'd been like. Oh, did you just give me that arrow? You gave me that arrow right now. Is that is that like? Are you saying what I'm saying? Like, are you saying what I? You know, that would have been her response, but she was able to just, like, cool. Took the took took the arrow from him. Didn't have to yeah. say anything back. She knew what that meant. At that moment, was his way of saying, "You saved me there, kid." And now you know what. Mm-hmm. I think you are ready for this. You know, I, I trust you now. You are kind of my partner, and that was a yeah. very cool moment. So. I mean, we end this with a lot of questions, but so many cool ones with just kingpin. What, you know, moving forward, um, Eleanor, yeah. you know, um, uh, poor Jack, you feel like she's setting Jack up all along. You wonder though, is Jack completely innocent in all this? Does he know a little bit of what's going on or did, is she right. really just kind of using him as a patsy? Um, lots of, lots of questions there about Jack and yeah. It just, again, though, man, Florence Pugh and Yelena, she's just so damn good in this world. She just, she fits so yeah. well in here. And I want to see her and Kate Bishop just, you know, go like, the, they've got some instant chemistry right away.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, if you think about it, they're probably going to be spending a, a lot of time on screen together. Um, all signs point towards, you know, a young Avengers thing coming out at some point in the, in the near future they're teeing up a lot of characters to be these young avengers and i think that you know uh kate and yelena would probably both be on that team or at least some form of the new avengers west coast avengers whatever i, I see them on an actual team together fighting side by side down the line and this uh conflict that they're having right now is just going to make that uh, when that happens that much more rich and, and uh, exciting and fun
0: Possibly even all three of the uh, females in this movie with uh, with Echo Maya. Um, mm. at one point, maybe even at the end of this, or at the end of this show, not not movie. Uh, possibly even at the end of this episode, if they're m- maybe aligned on the same side. We we've seen what Clint is trying to do. Not trying to do. He doesn't have any manipulation, or he's just being honest. He's telling Maya what happened. Hey, look, yeah. you know, your boss got had your dad killed. Like so, yeah. He he has no reason to try to. Lie about anything he we know what Clint wants at this point. he just doesn't want anybody else to die right, he, he, right. he has opportunities to kill people all the time. He had opportunities to kill Maya in this episode if he wanted to, but he didn't. He just okay. wants to be done with this. He doesn't want any more blood on his hands. He's too old for this shit. He wants to go home and live <laughs> and have Christmas and have Christmas with his family, man. That's it, yeah, and he obviously
1: believes in redemption I mean he's got to be thinking about it on a personal level but the idea that he's not going to take Maya out when she represents an existential threat to him and his family is uh, a big thing I think it's it's kind of important I mean he is a a trained assassin killer and that's like a kind of an easy decision in in a way like for a trained assassin killer to just take somebody out if they're you know finding out about your family that's like almost a no-brainer but he's at a place where He doesn't want to kill at all. He doesn't want to feel like that person. And and he sees Maya as a reflection of himself, that they're the same. So he wants her to have that same redemption that that he has. And it's fitting, too, because I feel like the MCU across the board, uh, again, mentioning um, Spider-Man here, is kind of playing with those themes of you know, villains are they beyond redemption? Uh, should is it better to defeat them or to you know like rehabilitate them to give them a second chance and help them uh, find that second chance? So I, I think that it's it's uh, an interesting theme that uh, Marvel's exploring right now.
0: Redemption. Yes, they are. We have uh, and, and we've seen that a lot in this. I mean, with Loki too, with uh, mm-hmm. Zemo. You know, in this, in these most yeah. recent um, string of shows, even Wanda, who we, gosh, we get a little right. Wanda at the end, of, uh, the end of Spidey, too, you know, and which, oh, yes. God, I, I forgot about that crush that I've had on, uh, with Wilson, <laughs> man. that was great. That was great. She's up on the top of my list nowadays. She was yeah. so great at Wanda. But, um, just all week long with the end of this episode, which was Tuesday night into, which is funny because, uh, for me, Tuesday night on the West Coast, watching these at, at 12 o'clock when they come out. Yeah. And then on Thursday night, I went to see Spider-Man at uh, <laughs> 1130, 1130 when it was out. So, like, I was, Tuesday night, I was up super late getting the kingpin. Yeah. And then Thursday night, <laughs> I was up super late getting, like, oh, my God, there's three Spideys. Ah, like, just going yeah. nuts, yeah. like, everything <laughs> happening there. So, it was it was a lot of fun and a lot of late nights with spending with the MCU this week. And just – Like, uh, really worth it. <laughs> right all the feels though Like the feels right like you, in yeah. both of these It was yeah. like these are What happened this week This is why you and me And everybody who's into These shows and has, You know whether they're Interested in the comics whether They're just interested in this world of the Movies that's been built whether they're Someone who knows every every movie Every episode of every show of everything or is Just sort of a a Fan here and there this was a really big week and a fun week. Like this is why we do yeah. this. This is why we put in the extra time and like why we're reading stuff and watching recaps and reading blogs and talking for 2 hours about these episodes and and we just feel rewarded with with a week like this when it comes. It's like hey, so true. You know, you it's you just don't it's not like a stupid fan for putting your time in. They wanted they want to like thank you and say, "Hey, look, we got a lot more cool stuff coming up for you." And there was plenty of that in this episode TK of Hawkeye We're going to get into our scene by scene Deep dive here We started this fifth episode with a cold open So no um, No previously on Right off the top or no Marvel uh, title screen Quite yet we get Sort of a like a quick Little montage of A couple different clips from The movie Black Widow Where we're listening where we're Hearing seeing this dialogue That was pulled directly from the movie Between Natasha right. and Yelena They're talking about What's been going on with the Black Widows The antidote and how they want to help Find the women that are under mind control So right. We're basically We pick up this Cold open for this episode This is right after the end of Black Widow Really I mean we We've, yeah. we've so, so there's a little bit of a time i guess that like that's off because where we see mm-hmm. yelena last is she's talking with val at right. natasha's grave so we're not this quite is between yet. the end we're of black widow and that epilogue yet. right but, right but this is at the point when she has been freed herself she is no longer yeah. a, a black widow under the the mind control of drakov and she is with Another uh, former widow named Sonia, and they are going around freeing uh, all of these other uh, wid- widows, their former um, associates who have who've all been brainwashed. So it looks like it, it tells us thousand eighteen on the on the screen with the title, but yeah. we don't say where they are. I, I mean, I think is a really cold looking area. I mean, you almost think it's Sokovia just because mm-hmm. of. Where they are but they don't say exactly where it is Russia somewhere you would imagine Just the the tundra looking area But we see her and Sonia Kind of crawling on the uh, The roof and then they sneak in To this house and It's uh, One of their friends that was a former Winnow named Anna And they attack Anna They she kind of fights them off For a little bit Yelena actually has a gun pointed right at Anna at one point Who says do it which we've seen happen now. I mean, how many times in in this series where someone's had the opportunity to pull the trigger and doesn't because they don't want to kill the person? That's not why yeah. Yelena's here. In fact, it's the opposite. She's here to free what she thinks to, to free uh, Anna to to save her. And Anna tells him pretty quickly. They 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 you know they get her uh, down on the ground. They have her ready to. You know, get the synthetic gas and uh, and use the antidote on her. Doesn't doesn't do anything. She's not brainwashed anymore. Yeah. She's not. She's just doing the. She's doing the kind of work that they were trained in order to make money. She lets them know. Look, nobody's brainwashing me. I'm I'm basically a a hitman right now. I'm doing what what we have to do to survive to make money. And so, this is, you know, a little bit startling to Yelena and Sonia, but. It's, right off the bat, they they you know they come to free someone who's already free. Yeah, which is a, a huge rug pull. I mean, I, I no pun intended there because they did
1: ruin that rug, and she was quite mad about it. But uh, yeah, we're expect we're totally expecting it to be this this what we saw in Black Widow, her her becoming free. But apparently, she was just a, a you know a contract uh, uh, killer already. And uh, I, I wasn't quite clear. Like, was she always just was she a Black Widow that was never brainwashed, that's or she somehow a, that got was
0: freed? The question I had because yeah, like how how would have that? Yeah, that was that was weird, you know. So she was was she yeah. evil all along? Was she just freed with them already, so they didn't have to come free her? That was something that I wonder if we'll. I wonder if that was just a little bit of a plot hole, or if that's something that they'll come back to at some point. Yeah. But I agree, that was no doubt a question that I had. And, and you said
1: evil all along, too, which uh, makes me uh, – it just reminds me that she didn't seem like a, a very nice person. Uh, no. I, I, she seemed – like she was obviously a contract killer, like a hitman, and she had no qualms about that. Um, mm-hmm. So she also kind of dangles the, that as like a job opportunity for Yelena uh, uh, and um, and Yelena's partner here. I forget her name. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but uh, th- that might be kind of like a little – clue here that, okay, Yelena is being uh, led astray. This is like the the impetus for her to kind of go towards uh, where she's going to meet Val. This might be how she meets Val in the first place.
0: Mm -hmm. When you see 2018 pop up, you always yeah. know we're talking blip oh you yeah. know. So when you do it, <laughs> it you get that like Okay cool we're either gonna be right before the blip Right after the blip this is definitely There's a reason why we're seeing the 2018 Pop up on the screen and As Sonia and Anna kind of joke a little bit They um they joke with Yelena like, hey you know Yelena you don't have to come save me you can go to Meet Natasha now and have your Sex in the city moment in New York And they're kind of laughing with her and Yelena's yeah sure she kind of rolls her eyes and she gets up to go To the bathroom and this is that Scene that we were talking about when she gets up And she goes into the bathroom Which I mean before she gets in there she They mentioned they kind of catch up a little Bit and, and ask them about You know how many have you Helped as uh Yelena Says yeah many lots of widows it's hard Work we're tracking them down finding Them explaining to them what happened But it's so worth it and Uh and that's when she walks into the bathroom And she turns the water on And it goes right through her hands And she right. begins to disintegrate She's dusted this, The blip is happening The particles are like broken up They're all rearranged They're all put back together The walls behind her reappear Slowly in this delayed reaction And the walls are like a completely different color When they come back together Five years has passed in seconds In absolute seconds yeah. And Yelena is scared She's confused She looks around like anybody would be Who just Was gone and came back And she sees a Strange man And a little girl sitting out there And she asks who are you And in the other room We see her friend Anna Yelena oh my god So in these five years now Anna has actually grown up She's got a family She's adopted yeah. a young kid because remember These widows can't conceive themselves uh, Yeah they're sterilized So this This part and We saw it in WandaVision very well done too With Monica Rambeau and that hospital Scene when everybody shows yeah. back up from the blip And this is just one of those Things that we're in a superhero Marvel MCU movie and so We're in this world where crazy things happen but When you just think about this from like a really Weird grounded how how crazy this situation would be To have just been gone Come back and you look around And everything is different And it's like what yeah. What was the feeling what just went on I thought Florence Pugh Did a great job with with, the, with just portraying the All these emotions On her face and the yeah. way They did it we've seen the blip done in, in WandaVision We saw it we've seen it done in Different Spider-Man We've seen it done with Spider-Man, with Spider-Man in Tony Stark's hand, like arms, which was like one of the more powerful moments. But this one was different and somehow unique. The fact that they're still able to show us this in a different way, so many different times.
1: So true. Yeah, each time that they go back to that moment, they give you something new. Uh, With with Clint, uh, for instance, when you see his family blipped away. That's a very like deeply personal and, and shocking moment for him, this like moment of like abandonment out of out of nowhere. And then you get the perspectives of like like of Monica and she's in the the hospital. And so you get all the chaos of like uh, a, a public place like that and be and being overcrowded. And it's a hospital of all places, which is already kind of chaotic. Uh, uh, and uh, and then you get this, which is a more of like a personal moment, you get it almost first person perspective, you know, you're getting this like mirror angle
0: That's The, difference. Yep. the and, perspective, and then,
1: and the way that you can see the world changing around uh, it's, it's brilliant the way that they keep going back to these moments, but mining original uh, original stuff out of it, original content. And it, it feels fresh every single time and, and, and shines a new light on what happened there. And also it's just a crazy thing to happen in the story. That's It's just like, I can't think of another story that uses that as a device. Half life on Earth just dissolves away. And like, what would happen if that happened? And then they just blipped back. That's a very strange, foreign concept that everybody, it's, it's pretty simple when you think about it. Uh, but what would the ramifications of that be? It's almost like endless
0: it's not a it. and it's not like a yeah. trope in storytelling like you say that's over it's like right. used right we there's totally so many things new. in movies and shows where we're like oh yeah that like oh I saw that in that show you know it's kind of like what yeah. happened there this is very different you know it's got this like the leftovers kind of a uh, mm-hmm. vibe to it you know which yeah. but it's but it's way different like way different and yeah like you said there's so many things that come out of it how it how the blip Affects each person individually The people that were blipped the people that were still Around um, It is just a a Great job of doing It and this whole cold open scene with Yelena again this is like You know I hate I hate having To keep crapping on the movie the eternal Eternals but Mm -hmm. it's like this is Like one of those scenes where I Mean this was like four minutes But three or four minutes but this did So much for just like Yelena where she is right now in her head mentally, oh, yeah. just like you got I feel like you just got so much rich backstory here for her. It filled in a lot of those gaps. And now it's like, oh the next time we pick up with Yelena, we're like, Okay, we know where she is now. We we've we've got like her story all filled in. And mm-hmm. she she gets consoled a little bit by her friend. Anna says, Look, listen, you know, relax. You're gonna be okay. Um I I know someone you can go and, and you know make a little bit of money. You can do what we've done and you can start with contract work. Yelena's just freaking out. And I was in there for five seconds. I came out. I've lost five years of my life. Please. I need to find Natasha. Can you help me find her? I need to tell her I'm okay. So Yeah. That's about when that. it, yeah, about that. Awkward. <laughs> you know uh, the Marvel MCU title screen pops up. Then and that's when we get the previously On so the cold Open but we still do get the uh What we saw last week and where We left off Yeah, and where That is is with Kate Arriving at her mom's at Eleanor's and Kate's Beat up she's wounded And Eleanor Sees Kate Kate oh my god are you okay Why are you wearing your Archery suit Kate's got some Cuts on her face she looks like somebody who You know just got in a fight and she, uh, Eleanor asks Kate, Does this have anything to do with Clint Barton? Kate says, No, mom, Clint protected me. You'll be glad to know that he told me to come home and to stay away from him. And Eleanor is kind of like, Okay, good, you know, good. But she's the way that Eleanor acts in these next couple scenes, she's so enigmatic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to put my finger on her because there she'll have these moments where you're like, Oh, that's a really good father. Or, Mother daughter right. moment, and then there's these other moments where she seems so phony and inauthentic, mm-hmm. and she totally seems to be playing her daughter and Jack as pawns in 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 all of this. And so like, I don't. She's a she. She's one that I'm. They're doing a really good job because you know you're having a. Yeah. I'm having a tough time really figuring her all the way out. We know she's involved with Kingpin. We know that mm-hmm. she's got some. Sort of criminal ties, but mm-hmm. is she 100% bad? is she right. doing something weird to in a weird way try to protect Kate? Is she not I don't you know shes did she get very, caught up
1: yeah. with, with bad people and then they, they she can't get out and she has to do certain things to kind of survive and like you said, protect Kate. there's a lot of, a lot of options here and uh, I think it also complicates things too for Kate as a character because she's being such a mother. She's being so motherly. So that ultimate betrayal when she finds out, you know, you know, spoiler alert, I'm going to jump to the end of the episode. When we find out that, you know, her, her mom's working with Kingpin and that her mom is the one that hired Yelena in the first place. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a huge blow to her, you know, cause like up until that point, she's just been this like very supportive, loving mom.
0: So they go up to Kate's room and she's sitting there with, Q tips like cleaning out some of Kate's wounds. She says, Does Clint think you're a superhero? And uh she says, No, uh, I don't either. And Eleanor tries to talk to her daughter. Listen, I know it's scary, Kate, but this doesn't have to change who you are. It just means that what you might what you do might look a little different than you dreamed of as a child and preferably a little less reckless. Kate, th- this is this is a a good it's a good moment for Kate because this is her weakest moment right now she's defeated this is yeah. when we see in every movie or show every one of our heroes has this this moment you know when they're down in their on their luck when they think that that they, they maybe they want to give up when they're not sure if they're if they've got what it takes to be an avenger to mm-hmm. be someone who can go out there and help people day in and day out who can save lives I mean Heck, think about Spider Man. Like so much of that movie is the 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 Spideys all together talking about their struggles, the things that they've oh, yeah. they've failed, which is just like, oh my gosh, just pulling at your heartstrings. And yeah, I, I love and the, the I she, love,
1: she's lost faith in this moment. She's lost mm-hmm. faith in herself, and she needs to find that again in order to move forward and to you know become her true self. Her, and her she's been self.
0: really calm con- Like that was the one thing about Kate from the very beginning when we pick her up. She just oozes this like youthful confidence. Right. It's and it's not like the thing about it, it's it's a little a little cocky at some points where he, her mom even says at the beginning, you know, you're young and you're rich, you're kind of naive. Yeah, and, and Clint, you know, rolls his eyes at her a lot, but it's not as if she's 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 not like totally far-fetched about about her um, about who she is. She's very skilled, right. she's very talented. She's not this isn't like she's kick ass right She's not somebody that has nothing that just kind of goes Out there and like (laughs) is like a wannabe Super she actually is very talented At what she's got major skills that can Be used she just is young She just has doesn't have experience She hasn't been beaten down like this before She hasn't had to get up You know think about how many times Clint's been in this Spot you know right (laughs) He's fought Thanos yeah you know She's this is this is the Biggest thing that's happened to her so far and She she just didn't put up the kind of fight she wanted to, you know. She, she didn't. She was brought feel... back down to earth, you
1: know. Yeah. If you think about it, she Humble, uh, even symbolically, sure. visually, she's hanging from the, the top of a building, and a guy cuts her down, and she she literally falls to the ground, uh, and like she hits her bottom in that moment. So she's got to like literally, you know, pull herself back up and uh, and and figure it out from here.
0: Eleanor and uh, Kate keep talking in in Kate's room, and. Uh... She said, I never wanted to be reckless, mom I wanted to help you Eleanor responds, I know Recklessness is the unfortunate side effect But uh, they kind of scan the the camera around her room And we see some of the things in Kate's room We see her bow As Kate asks, I bet you regret buying me that first bow Eleanor jokes with her You know, sometimes, no, you were so cute with that bow Kate, God, I thought I could do anything. I really thought I could be one of them. And Eleanor says, hey, look, don't beat yourself up. Sometimes the paths we're on, they wind around in ways that we never would have expected. All you can do is keep moving forward, even on days when honestly, it all just kind of feels like shit. Don't you ever worry? And then that's when Kate asks her, do you ever worry about me not finding my path? Eleanor says, no, I know exactly who you are. I've got a pretty good picture of who you're becoming. So she, this is where it's like, oh, okay, she's being a good mom, yeah. but, but she's not. She, <laughs> we know that she genuinely doesn't want Kate to not be the superhero. She's worried about protecting herself. She's yeah, worried yeah. because she's caught up in the bad that she doesn't want Kate to unlock. And it is interesting TK because this is a conversation that she has in her room with her mom is like the total opposite conversation that she had with her dad in her room when she was younger, where her dad was very much like a, do it, do what's right, do it, right. you know, like be a superhero, and her mom here is kind of telling her don't be a superhero.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's it's the exact inverse of that for sure. So,
0: we now have Kate realizing, okay, I can trust mom. Mom, we were looking into Jack, uh, Clint, and I. We're looking into Armand's murder We found a lot of stuff about Jack Including a shell company that he has Called Sloan Limited Maybe there's a reason for all of this I don't know, Mom, but you just, like, please look into it The way that Eleanor responds Is, Mm -hmm. it's not a giveaway But it's like, if, if somebody Was telling you, now she knows that Kate And maybe it's because Kate's already tried to To, you know Throw Jack under the bus a few times But, yeah There's no, like Surprise or there's no shock from Eleanor at this moment when Kate releases this it's just like okay Kate no problem you know it's like she knows she already knows and it's not as if she knows that Jack I don't think is a bad guy I think it's like I'm assuming Eleanor set him up right yeah, I think Eleanor is definitely uh, Placating right now, pun Intended mm-hmm. Very well done right there <laughs> Atta boy, that was a That was a good one, man, I gotta give you I was gonna say, you get an extra few Bucks for this episode, TK, on that oh, one my. man. That was, <laughs> Thank you, well, well done, <laughs> well done there As, um, yeah, she Eleanor tells her, her daughter You know, look, go get your stuff and come back Home, as, uh We Flash over to see Kazi and Maya, and they're having a very similar interaction, where Kazi is helping clean Maya's wounds. Back at, uh, yeah. I, I'd imagine it's, I don't think we could see it. Must be Maya's apartment or Kazi's apartment, one of theirs. As um, Maya tells him that there was a woman there, she signs to him uh, that was very well trained. She's referring to Yelena She she realizes though that they weren't working together. In fact she tells Kazi this is all bigger Than I thought and that's where he Again warns Maya Look we need to stop She doesn't want to stop when she's so Close so he agrees To help her to kill Rodin and then that's it No more of these rogue Missions they just are going to do What they're told from the boss because They don't want to upset the big boss but He knows that Maya Is so driven by Revenge here that She's not going to stop yeah. in, until she gets until she gets what she wants, and that's and that's Ronan. Right. So uh, yeah, we check in. Yeah, in that's with her glorious
1: purpose right now. That vengeance. Yep.
0: yep. And Maya is someone who will have a big role moving forward in the in the Echo show, and is uh, is someone who is a, a really fascinating character. And I like what they've done with her because she, you know, we get a little bit of her in a lot of these episodes, but. They're introducing her nicely They continue to tell a lot of her backstory They continue to set it up for us So that way when she becomes an even more important Character in the shows moving forward We're already going to know so much about her And have a good feel yeah. for her um, As Kate now arrives back at her apartment in this apartment Remember the last time we were here It was on fire And then the fire was put out So her, her poor apartment Is like Half burned, and then the other half is just dripping, just with with water, and it, it's just soaked. It looks horrible. Everything's ruined all around. And as she's kind of looking around and and scanning the damage, there we hear a voice from behind. Kate it says, "Kate Bishop," and it's Elena. And Kate, before she even knows, I mean, she knows it's somebody who snuck into her house. So I, I'm, I'm sure she's assuming it's somebody who's trying to get her. Kate throws just like picks up the the bottle nearest to her and just hucks it yeah. over at Elena, who just a sriracha bottle snags it <laughs> out of the hand out of the air one-handed so this yeah. matter of factly and it's just oh it's great. And Elena. Now that you in... mention
1: it, it kind of reminds me. Sorry to interrupt. Go it it kind of reminds
0: me of a moment in um, in Spider
1: Man. I I won't ruin it for anybody right now. Oh no, but, but I, I know exactly what I'm talking it's,
0: about. It, yeah, it's right off the bat too. It's when we get introduced yeah. to, to a, a, a new character. But it is a great a great moment. And as Yelena did in Black Widow, I mean, she steals this scene. Um, she just she comes in. She looks great. Just the the way that you know, like she just looks like a a normal girl And yeah. not in her her assassin you know get up, and she looks like
1: she's having her sex in the city, uh, New York chairs a little no, that's, wander, that's a, that's a right yeah, yeah she's it's out great. there
0: she's excited, and she's making some macaroni. she said uh, she was waiting around for Kate, she took forever, so I wanted to make food, and she keeps calling this is, she keeps calling her Kate Bishop, which is a total negotiation. Tactic to just let that person Know hey I know you I know you and Kate Even says this a little later on in their conversation And Yelena Man she it's like she hits the Checklist of she goes Mm -hmm. Buddy buddy to Kate she tries to Warm up to Kate and then she Wants to break her back down Uh, And this Scene is just so great and it's very Simple it's not an action Sequence there's not fighting going On it's just the two of them in her apartment and really Elena for the most part explaining why she's here, kind of what she's mm-hmm. doing, and um, filling in a lot of that exposition that, that we would yeah. we would need and doing it again in a funny, creative way and making us want to see so much more of these two together. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's cooking the macaroni, she's cooking the mac and cheese, and she's made it herself. She's looking around for forks. Kate, I just want to talk. Are you hungry? That fight, it was so long. Look, this macaroni, it really, really tasty. And Kate goes, I know what boxed mac and cheese tastes like, okay? It's, it's delicious. <laughs> that, line, <laughs> that line made me laugh. It's like, yeah. God, jeez, I've had, it's freaking amazing, you know? <laughs> it's just, it is funny because Kate is in, the Kate plays it really well mm-hmm. um, in that she's like, so impressed with Yelena, but doesn't want yeah. to give it away how like, oh, my God, you're so cool. And just like everything that she's doing is just so freaking cool and amazing. And the way she she exits the the, you know, the apartment right through the window. And she when she just oh. like, oh, it just yeah. everything Yelena does. And Kate's just like, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, like it, <laughs> it's like it, it's funny because this is where Kate's looking over across the table and is like, this is what I'm up against. Someone who's right. like so much more trained and polished. And I'm sitting here with my freaking bow and arrow, and like, oh my gosh. Um, I just, I love this scene so much in these moments of them together. Um, Kate's like, I'm not going to have dinner with you if you tried to kill me and then broke into my house. And Yelena right. says, Ha! Ah, tried to kill you? I did not try to kill you. I put you on a wire to remove an obstacle. So she tells <laughs> us, look. I knew exactly what I was doing. I hung you up yeah. there to get you out of the way. Very similar to what Natasha did to Clint. Um, and I did not break. Any, and she says, A, I put you on a wire to remove an obstacle. B, I did not break anything. I'm way too talented for that. And C, stop being so defensive, okay? You're so hostile. I'm not going to hurt you. I promise. Kate Bishop, she gets, she just keeps saying yeah. her name. She says, I don't even have any weapons on me. Oh, oh wait. She stops. Okay I take that back I don't have any weapons currently in my hands She looks at her hands And she's got like the bracelets And the yeah. rings and A couple things that could be weapons And She stops and says Okay that's a lie also <laughs> Come on take a fork Eat eat please My daddy says it's good for you She's just all over the place here Which yeah. is just Like she's so Being like a batshit crazy too Which is just like Oh my gosh, Kate has no idea what to think.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it, that—that's a purposeful thing that she's doing to put uh, Kate on her back foot and make her uneasy and and um, kind of threaten her without actually threatening her. Just reminding her all the time of just how she's big sistering her, just owning her that she could could have killed her at any moment. She could kill her at any moment. And Kate, you're gonna cooperate with. With me uh, for the rest of this conversation, but but without having to use any real like force for it, it was a great great scene. I also think it's worth uh, mentioning the mac and cheese specifically is the is the food that uh, Yelena requests at the beginning of Black Widow when she's yep. with her family. So it, it fits that that her they, character uh, she's all big on like American pie and mac and cheese is just this very like American like middle of the road kind of everybody has it. Kind of thing it's like it's like The apple pie
0: of dinner I guess (laughs) You know what I mean exactly it's very America and we saw her She referenced daddy Because remember Alexi's mm -hmm. appetite You know he was so ravenous Eat up eat up and he did the same thing With the girls Where they were all basically Trying to kill each other but they sat down to have Their meal right you know (laughs) Against each other and uh, Yelena even says You know um, you're probably thinking, "What? This is crazy. I'm going to have dinner with the enemy and she <laughs> made some really good smelling macaroni?" <laughs> but she says in all honesty, "If I wanted to kill you," Kate interrupts because she realizes, "Look, she yeah. would have." Like this girl had she could have killed me many times over right now. She yeah. I, I the the chemistry here where they fit were like Kate says, yeah, you 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 could have killed me. And Yelena said, Yes, right as you open the door. Kate like right. finishes like interrupts her and says, I probably wouldn't even have had time to to shut it. And Yelena agrees, Nope, nope. And she just chuckles and continues to eat. Kate's like, I'd have been dead, okay? And Yelena right. kinda laughs again. Like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, you would have been dead. <laughs> so, just, just a great back and forth from these two as uh we head to to pick up with clint and clint is beat up walking through new york with the charlie brown christmas song playing in the back and just he does a great
1: walk with it too he's just kind of like shuffling right as he's walking it it reminds me of arrested development when they would kind of do that bit they would have george michael (laughs) walking to that to that music and just kind of like just head down like looking all sad sap uh, it was a great little moment, very subtle uh, in there. I, I wonder if they were directly uh, aware of that. I mean, given that the Russo brothers, I think, directed those episodes of Arrested Development. If if not, they they at least directed the pilot in many, many episodes and were heavily involved in that series. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was a very specific and direct uh, reference to not only Charlie Brown, but the Arrested Development reference to Charlie Brown on that series.
0: So Clint is actually looking for a place to go He goes to check in with our guy, Grills Man, Grills is so cool Grills yeah. is just helping them out now And uh, Clint needs, uh, really he he needs someone to watch the dog So that's why he goes over to Grills' place He says, look, I've got a hotel um, But uh actually, we don't see that scene for quite a, for a moment yet First, we just see Clint arriving at Grills He asks if he right. can come in and then he uh he grills buzzes him in. So the uh, we see Clint arriving at Grills. But we quickly get back to Yelena and Kate at the apartment. The two girls finish eating their macaroni and yeah. uh Elena asks Kate if she's finished. She takes back the rest of the macaroni, she just douses it with that sriracha with that hot sauce all over. I love mind. that I love that moment how she's she's like, Are you
1: finished? And she asked, uh, I could put hot sauce on it because that that's a real like little detail that when you're sharing food with people and you're yes. the hot sauce person and the other person isn't, you have to wait for them to be done. Mm-hmm. And that, like that was like just a very just human real moment that I love that they injected into that moment, into that. And,
0: scene, and, and it's also a great like another thing you would be doing in a interrogation here mm-hmm. where, hey, look at how badass I am. I'm just going to load up all this hot sauce on here. It doesn't even impact me. It's just, it's like something that you'd see somebody trying to show how tough they were, you know, hot sauce. Look at this. All the hot sauce in the world. There's actually a funny scene in uh, the movie, the original movie, Selena, where mm-hmm. um, she's she's meeting the guy that she ends up marrying, and they're out there, and he's like, "Oh, I love hot sauce, hot sauce on my pizza," you know. And he loads it all up, and he takes one bite, and he just can't even take it. And she starts laughing, yeah. and they go back and forth. But it, uh, it it's it's funny. It kind of this is something that you'll see where people always want to be tough, but Elena doesn't have to try to be any more tough. But she just yeah. it, it it is great. Um,
1: it's just like what she's doing with the name, the Kate Bishop thing, just reminding her in in subtle ways. Mm -hmm. of who's in charge and who's the alpha in in the room. And I love the dynamic, too, because it's it's that uh, she's projecting all that within the scene. But she's also and we find out at the end of it, I think more definitively what she's doing there. But she's it's all a process of her interrogation. I think everything that she's doing up until basically the one question that she wants to get out of Kate is is just feeling Kate out and kind of calibrating her lie detector senses. I think everything is subterfused. It's all distraction. She's just basically trying to create the dynamic where she's in charge. Kate is like a subordinate and kind of fearful of her. Uh, but she's also, while doing that, figuring out, okay, what does Kate do when she lies? Like, how, is this a truthful person? She's, I think, literally cal- like calibrating those senses so that when she finally gets to the important thing in the scene and she asks that question, uh, where is Clint Barton? She can trust the answer uh, So I, I love all the things that are going on In this scene I mean there's little bits of exposition That get dropped and shared uh, uh, and But there's like the dynamic The dynamic of it uh, That they set up Is, is what's so and, entertaining about it And, and, and uh, I, I, I just love uh, How you were able to find find that out And see that So
0: yeah. well, And what's great is that they're not lying to each other Right There's no BS here Honestly like Kate doesn't know where Clint is she can find him and she she eventually does but she doesn't know where he is and Yelena isn't trying to kill Kate she mm-hmm. just is tr- she everything Yelena tells Kate is the truth which right. is you know she's not bsing her she's not she's trying to manipulate her but she's not lying you know right. so there's, and vice,
1: there's a, vice versa too Kate mm-hmm. you know Kate is not lying to Yelena and Yelena mm-hmm. uh, I think she senses knows that she know. well, y-
0: Yelena knows. You know, she's yeah. done her research and she's done her recon. So I think, like I right. said, this is as much of a conversation that Elena is having with Kate to find out information, but also who is this Kate? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, is she evil? Is she good? Who is she? You know, and I think pretty quickly Yelena finds out that this is like this is a good girl. This is a good young girl who, you know, she's pretty talented, but she's she definitely has good intentions and she means well. That's what when Kate kind of asks, okay, what do you want? And Yelena says, it's my first time in New York Uh, It's a business (laughs) trip, so time is limited I want to see some things Empire State Building New and improved Statue of Liberty Uh Ho-ho! Which we see (laughs) quite a bit of in Spider-Man In the new Spider-Man Hell, there's a... Like, the whole final scene is up on the new and improved... Statue of Liberty and the scaffolding up there and everything going mm-hmm. on. Um, so, Elena asked <laughs> Kate, "What is not very good?" So th- this this is where they kind of have like a. Kate is like really feeling this out. She's so unsure of of what. Like, is she for real? She's like asking me advice here. Am I supposed? Yeah. To, she just made food and we just ate together, and now I'm supposed to really like what? You know, she's. Yelena's being so buddy-buddy at this moment Kate's, yeah, I mean, they're great You gotta see the tree And Yelena says, oh, I love American Christmases The tree, yeah. the presents, the super-powered reindeer Rudolph, he's so weird And she says, have you ever <laughs> eaten reindeer? <laughs> and Kate's like, uh, can't say that I've had the pleasure Oh, it's not a pleasure, reindeer It's really tough, it's chewy you have to kind of braise it for a really long time. Hey, Kate Bishop, you grew up here, right? You must have some recommendations. So I mean she's all over the place. She's going, she starts talking about eating reindeer, but then she comes right back. Hey, give me give me some, some tips. Where should I go? What should I see? Um Kate mentions yeah. uh the Highline. The Highline is great. There's a Christmas market in Union Square, but I'm not sure those are the right fit for the bloodthirsty vigilante type in <laughs> This, this like pops Yelena, this bloodthirsty vigilante. Sometimes you're so funny, Kate Bishop. I got the worst (laughs) Russian, but I feel like when you're doing the Yelena, you have to kind of do it, you know? You gotta gotta lean into the Yelena. Uh, And uh, she, um, this is where Kate says, Are you saying my whole name to point out that you know it? Yes, I know a lot about you. Mother Eleanor lives on Park in 41st, father Derek deceased, very sad. Uh, you recently walked into traffic to save a dog Which I'll admit is pretty cool And you get a few points from me on that University, GPA 3.8 Senior, double major And Kate stops her Okay, got, we got it, thank you And Why are you in New York to talk to Clint? No Elena says, I'm here to kill him But I have a question for you Why do you risk your life for him, Clint Barton? How has everybody forgiven him for his past? Kate's like, what are you, what are you talking about? He saved the world no, my sister saved the world. Natasha Romanoff saved the world. Stop pretending, like you're not surprised. <laughs> and she says Natasha Romanoff, and Kate kind of like, oh, but but <laughs> not like a like a whoa moment. Again, this is Kate maturing a little bit, playing it cool. You know, um, I, I I think that um, Yelena has probably seen Kate enough to know that Kate doesn't play it cool. To to even in this moment be like, yeah, I know I just dropped a bombshell on you React how, you're, how you would normally react Yes, my sister was an Avenger, you know And she can't, Kate can't believe it Kate even says Wow, I did not see that coming Thank God I didn't kill you Which which gets Yelena laughing You kill me? Oh, Kate Bishop, you're so funny That's hilarious, that one's the funniest She says, Nat- Natasha and Clint Were friends, why would Why are you after him? Elena reminds her, though, no, you don't really know who he is. He came out here to protect his reputation. Do you know how many people he killed? The trail of blood that follows him—it could wrap around the entire world. So we got disconnected there for a second, but uh, we were talking, TK, about the—you know—the—the the moment here where Elena is—is really letting Kate know. Look, you don't know this guy. This is someone mm. who you think you know. But you don't really know Now, yeah. Kate Kate is Spot on in in Telling Yelena and trying to let Yelena know, hey, Clint had nothing To do with your sister's death I mean, Clint is definitely not someone Who right. would have In fact, the opposite, Clint wanted to sacrifice Himself, Clint mm-hmm. has re- Replayed that, he says, in his head Many, many times over, he wanted He If it was up to him Natasha would still be around and Clint would have been the one That, that was gone, but for Yelena she You know she was told that You know who Clint was she's Probably been you know seen him as the As the Ronin knows that he's mm-hmm. killed many Others and so she's letting Kate know Look my sister is gone Because of him yeah. And uh she Kate's like this is a, a Big moment for her now there are a couple Little lines that uh, I wanted to hit before I, I thought the point when Kate um, Right after Yelena says do You know how many people he killed The trail of blood that follows him It could wrap around the entire world <laughs> And so this is like this really Serious moment And and they of course lighten it up With the comedy right here and Kate says Oh wow that was really Russian <laughs> Yeah it was just Just really great As uh, Kate says He's still an Avenger And that kind of bothers Yelena What does that word even mean It holds so much power you call him a hero, no matter what he does. Kate lets her know that to her, a the Avenger means when you choose to spend your life trying to help people, things are gonna be there. Are gonna be things you lose when you face the kind of threats he has. There's going to be collateral damage. She says, "My sister is gone because of him." What? No. Elena says she's gone. Is she collateral damage? She's putting words in Kate's. Mouth. That's not what Kate was saying, right? right? Kate respects Natasha very much. She wasn't saying your sister was the collateral damage, but right. that's that's what Elena heard. And she asked, How long have you known Clint Barton? And this is when Kate stops to think for a second. I think she's like, Should I say 10 years? Or should I say, <laughs> a, you know, like a week? Yeah. You know, and just a week is Elena to say, Look, it's not going to be difficult for me to complete this assignment. Kate says, Wait, "Somebody hired you to kill him?" All I'll say is, is if there's someone out there that's telling you Clint's a bad guy, then maybe you should ask yourself what kind of person hired you. <laughs> As we know, she's talking about her mother. Yeah. So what what kind of person? And also, I did there were I guess a couple I mean, small critiques of the episode that I have, and I don't know how much about it, mm-hmm. much of a critique it is, but it's like Yelena is sitting here as a hired hitman trying yeah. to get moral, you know? Right, right, right. Let's, like, let's talk. Now, I guess it's different for her because, like, a lot of her ledger came when she was brainwashed. But right. I mean, I don't. It's hard because this is like Ronin is very Bucky, right? I mean, they've done some bad stuff. Yeah. But they did it. Bucky was brainwashed too. R- Ronan right. did it after the blip. His family's gone. He's like stricken with grief. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's even with Zemo. You get these mm-hmm. where it's like you feel like you don't. We we had this conversation, you know. It's like what is the what is the the uh, the point of no return? You know, like how right. many people? How much is like well, I don't know. I can get behind them now. They've done some really evil stuff because all of a lot of these people have Natasha. Did a oh, lot yeah. of bad stuff that Loki, Loki forgave her for. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess it's not much of a gripe. I mean, they're that's that's the thing, right? Everybody feels like they're on the higher moral ground here, and I guess she feels like right. she more than taking a job, she is, uh, you know, getting justice for her sister. So there, that's that's kind of what it is. More than I'm, I'm out here just. Randomly killing some, some random person This is the guy that I'm coming after because He's the reason my sister's not around
1: Right, and then uh, I guess also to, to, you know Her argument, from her perspective uh, You know, Clint Would probably agree with her On a lot of the points that she's making You know, what we've seen so far from Clint In this series is that he has a lot of self-loathing Tendencies and a lot of regret About how uh, he spent His past and all that red in his own ledger um, but uh, we also get to see in this episode specifically, and it's it said um, explicitly by by Clint uh, later in the episode, um, they're weapons. He says it in relation to, to Maya, but it's it's true of y- Yelena too. You know, she, she is a weapon that's been wielded by uh, someone, and it could be wielded by someone good or bad. Um, and and she's right now kind of has this uh, moral high ground. Where really she's the same as Clint mm-hmm. And she just doesn't see that yet mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that, uh, that's going on with Clint and Maya uh, That Cl- Clint is going to help Maya see for herself that they are the same That, uh, that there are these weapons that have been pointed uh, in a mm-hmm. direction yep. and, and then I think Yelena, that's going to be part of her journey too She's just at a different stage of
0: it I agree, yeah, as Yelena tells her... She's just got such great and rich dialogue You can tell too the characters that they love Because she's got, she's got Everything that she says matters mm-hmm. It's either funny Or it's meaningful It's important yeah. She says however he convinced you About who he is Or, or uh, About who he is or how many people Think or call him a hero Truth is it doesn't matter We are defined by what we do not by nice words like it Or not there's no escaping this So where is he And Kate doesn't know And she really doesn't he says I don't know And Yelena you could tell Quickly Yelena doesn't Pry anymore about that She can tell yeah. she's not stupid Kate doesn't know Is mm-hmm. uh, not only is she not stupid She's
1: like an expert like I was Mentioned before like mm-hmm. she, she's A human lie detector and her job, I think Natasha would be the same thing. Their their skills in interrogation are like unmatched, top uh, level, top yeah. level. So it's it's a it's a sure thing to her when she says that she doesn't know. She believes it instantly, and that that's that.
0: Elena gets a, a little more serious here, and she says, "Thank you for the girls' night, truly." And she stands up and she kind of walks off a little bit, and she says, "And Kate Bishop, do not get in my way again." And she propels out the window, just so, cool. so freaking awesome! It's so same, cool. Same thing I said about last week. Like she, she just makes a great exit. Like I'm
1: in, like it's burned in my brain that image of her just kind of like falling backwards out, out of the window.
0: It's just so cool. <laughs> and Kate, <laughs> and last, is, it topped last week. Kate is sitting there when, and as she leaves, she's like, "Oh my god!" Like she, she's like shocked, overwhelmed, impressed. Yeah all at the same time she's just oh, oh my like wow she's so cool you know it's just she and she plays it so well on her face you could just see kate just like in yeah. awe of this girl that's sitting across the table from her that's well, i think what's impressive to kate is that this girl isn't that much older than her i mean right. we're we're, pro- we're probably talking about the difference between 22 to i i think the character of Elena is supposed to be around thirty with the five year blip. So she's probably really like twenty five, you know, with yeah. with those yeah. those five years. So they're not that far off in age here. So they're peers of anything. And she's looking around like, oh my gosh, this is this young girl. <laughs> look at look at how far behind her I am. She's freaking propelling out these windows, and I'm walking around with my twelve year old archery costume on, right. you know, with my bow uh they're
1: good foils for each other though if you are. think about no. it they have a lot in common a lot of, of parallels they started off when they were kids but it was just a totally like flipped version of each other's reality i mean kate comes from wealth and opulence and had everything uh given to her basically all the opportunities to to grow and train and 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 you know become who she is uh, today uh, Yelena Elena was forced into it. She was a, a child slave, a child soldier that was, you know, forced into it from a very young age. It had nothing, uh, and therefore is much more hardened uh, by this point, uh, and also, you know, more efficient, a, a better killer, a be, you know, a, a better fighter uh, in so many ways because. She literally had to do it to survive, like from a very young age. Whereas Kate's been um, to kind of stay on theme for the series, she's kind of been larping her whole life up You're until right. then. She's been well playing the role. She's been pretending. She's been training. It's 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 actionable stuff that's like bringing her to this level where she can actually, you know, do some great things. She's one of the greatest archers in the world now, and she's you know she can fight. She's got uh, martial arts training and things, but she doesn't have that hardened. Uh, aspect of her character uh but now now is the time that she's going through the trials right so she's mm-hmm. she's fallen for the first time she's losing some of that um naivete uh, and uh, she's becoming more of her you know
0: fully actualized self but she's still got a ways to catch up to somebody like elena so we just check back in quickly at grill's apartment uh clint's just cleaning himself up he's asking grill if he could Watch the dog for a few more days Clint says, I, I've got a hotel But they don't allow dogs And Grills says, no way Hawkeye's not staying at a hotel on Christmas Take my couch, take my bed Clint is just tired He just literally wants to rest for a bit And he just kind of kicks back in the chair And closes his eyes As he's about to fall asleep Grills lets him know Hey, uh, we got the outfits Missy made those new outfits for you and Kate You want to see them Clint says I do just not right now closes his yeah. eyes next time, episode yeah time, <laughs> time for sleep I need a I need a few minutes as he kicks back and uh, we now flash over to Eleanor's apartment and Kate is just arriving as Jack is being arrested an officer yeah. uh tells Jack that he's gonna bring him in for questioning and this whole time Jack is just like laughing this off you know, yeah. is, I promise you, this is all a big misunderstanding. I've never worked a day in my life, which is, <laughs> which is pretty true. You know, from what we've yeah. heard, like his his uncle is not, you know, is ripping on him for being kind of a, the lazy nephew that was didn't ever yeah. work. He says, I'm telling you, the only Sloan I've ever known is this woman I dated in Palm Beach. And she was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it was he, he made me laugh a lot in this. Yeah, in this little scene. It just I just chuckled. As Kate's like, oh wow, I'm, I'm sorry mom And Eleanor says, no, I looked into it, honey, and you were right And as the the cops uh, have Jack handcuffed And as they're taking him off, he says, Eleanor, I don't blame you For calling the cops, I would have done the exact same thing I've been framed, don't worry, I'm going to clear this all up I'll be back in a jiffy for your Christmas party, you'll see <laughs> No, <laughs> It's like, the guy's being taken away I'll be back, no problem, you know, and so. so that
1: that raises a lot of, of like questions that have been there all, already, I guess, but just just brings them back to the forefront of like mm-hmm. what the heck is is going on with him? Is he? A double agent of some sort it could be like a shield guy uh that where he's like code name uh swordsman and he's you know in- infiltrating this you know the kingpins organization whatever eleanor's got going on uh is he just a dumb patsy who's like a kind of a playboy I hope uh, not. rich guy i hope, uh, I hope not. not too yeah right? i don't like, think so because i mean either. he's so good with
0: the swords he's so good with the yeah, sword I mean, and he's he's so lays it on thick mm-hmm. that yeah. it's it feels like there's got to be a little more behind there,
1: you know. It's like Bruce Wayne, uh, the the how Bruce Wayne is a character when he's in public. Yeah. You know, Batman might be the real Bruce Wayne when you think about it, uh, or maybe they're both characters. I, I don't know how, how to necessarily look at it, but the way Bruce Wayne yes. plays up his like he's he's this very like affable playboy. and boy, uh, yeah, it's a playboy uh, and, and, and just a. Not not too bright. He downplays his own um, skills and his own you know prowess, uh, you know, in, in business and whatnot. Everyone in, on the board of his company thinks he's a, a, he's an a idiot. Tool, yeah, he's you know really this brilliant guy who's selfless and, and doing all this like heroic
0: things. Throw you know, off his scent.
1: The, Yeah, exactly. So I think it could be very much that, especially with yeah. just how likable he's been. He's just the as last a viewer.
0: Episodes, especially the way he's yeah. messing up those lines, and even here he's like. Oh, this wasn't me. This loan—I don't have never worked a day. You're just kind of like right. chuckling at him, and you
1: want—it it gets you this uh, sense of like this old school, like a Zorro type of a more of Very a swashbuckling Zorro. old yes. school and hero. hero yes, yeah, I love it, uh, and I I want to get behind that character. And there's not another character in the MCU that kind of has that vibe. That that there—I can't think of one that that just reminds me of that that talks in those kind of cadences and just has that kind of uh sensibility to him so i would love to see him you know as part of the overall fabric moving forward and and to be maybe like a good guy vigilante or, or somehow involved with the avengers moving forward i think that would be really cool
0: so clint now goes to the battle of new york memorial a plaque in the middle of uh, of New York With the names of Steve Rogers, Tony Stark Thor Odinson, Bruce Banner Natasha Romanoff and Clint Barton It was the place where the Avengers First assembled And I, this, again the little details here So Clint's in Busy New York There's all these people you know you hear chatter Behind him people walking in the streets Conversations everything But when he stands here to look at the memorial He wants to talk to Natasha This is his You know moment having a conversation with her So he takes out his hearing aid So you there's this Moment where all the noise goes blank Behind him and you just don't Hear anything and so now it's just Him one on one with Natasha so needed to talk to You you were the bravest of all of us weren't You loyal stubborn you always Had to win didn't you for that Stupid orange rock I replayed that Yeah that's and this is like a Great Conversation that everybody has With someone that passes away afterwards Right it's like You're talking to them but you're Kind of answering back even Mm -hmm. He says I replayed that A million times in my head Hoping for a different outcome Didn't Dr. Strange Mm -hmm. do that too He he played it in his head Every way and told Tony This was the only way There's no other way Um, And He says I Oh, this, this next line I thought was really powerful. Just one small line I do my best every day to earn what you gave me. Mm. Oh, gave me the second well, chance at life, you know.
1: That, that line
0: there, though, that's uh,
1: reminiscent of the end of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. Tom Hanks looks at, at Private Ryan, played by Matt Damon, as he's dying, basically everybody. In the, in the uh, troop has as sacrificed their, their lives to, to save Private Ryan at this point. And he just looks in his eyes uh, as he's dying and says, earn this. I, I'll never forget that. I mean, I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but that's just such a powerful yeah. moment. And this is it very is. much evocative of that same sentiment. And uh, I wonder if it's a direct reference even.
0: So uh, he, uh, he says, I just want to say I miss you and I'm so sorry for what I'm about to do. And the, I love How this instantly The energy flips From like this sad Kind of emotional to like Boom now the hood The hood flips on for Ronan And for this badass. next little Like 10 minutes of Clint Or the next you know few Scenes we see Clint he is Ronan he is not mm-hmm. Barton joking around with Kate He is Ronan Badass and Oh, I, I just I loved it. Like it gave me goosebumps when it flipped yeah. and the music started, and you could just get that vibe every time he came back. Um, <laughs> and then this, this next part with Kate, dude, I was dying. I was dying with Kate when she's yeah. she's she's back in her room. Oh, uh yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and she wakes up and she's sleeping, and then she kind of looks around the room. She sees the picture of her and her dad. She sees her trophies, the bulletin board with the picture of Hawkeye on there, bow and her arrows, and it kind of inspires her. She kind of looks around, and she's like, yeah, this is my whole life. This is what I wanted to do. And so she picks up the phone, and she starts calling Clint. Hey, it's me. Hey, you know, listen, I know you said it's over, but it's not. It's not for me. Call me back. Beep. <laughs> she calls again. Hey, look, we need to talk <laughs> about that other woman on the roof. Not Maya. No, the other one. No, I don't want to say much more on the phone. Call me back, Clint. She calls uh, him again. So, you know, the the police arrested Jack, which is all pretty crazy. Uh would be great to discuss. Click. <laughs> so yeah, okay, sure. I've screwed up a few times. Okay. Whatever. I'm still learning. Click. <laughs> she so she calls him again. She like uh at, at that point she's getting pissed. So she flings yeah. the quarter across the room, the trick that yeah. he taught her, but but she's just off. She's like all, fl- like her emotions are off. And yeah. it, it was kind of one of those things where I was thinking about, like, I'm sure you've had a few of these nights, Tim, where I have, where it's like you're, you're a little drunk or maybe a little smoked or something. You're, you're under, you know, you're feeling nice and yeah. you're, you're having this moment with someone where you do something that is like, I could not do that again if I tried. <laughs> There's no way. Right. It's almost what I was thinking about here where it's like they were drinking when she flipped that coin. You know, Clint was teaching yeah. her, but it was a moment where it was like, oh, my God, did you see that beer pong shot I hit from across the room? I banked it off this. There's no way oh, yeah. I'm doing that again. You know, it was kind of, like- kind of what we talked
1: about last week about how, you know, there were some people maybe who weren't so into that. She was able to do that so quickly. It was kind of a Mary Sue moment. But mm-hmm. we kind of mentioned that. You know, it, it was a it was partly a lucky shot. You know, she's yes. she's inclined to 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 pick something like exactly. that up, but she's not gonna be able to hit it every time she takes no. it. And this just you know sh- shows that in a really funny way. I also I really love this scene. It reminds me a lot of that classic scene in John Favreau's uh, Swingers. Which
0: and you, you have to think John Favreau when we're thinking yeah, of this I mean, world, right? He's he, the the he's so on. in the MCU ingrained that's, in it. So that is such a great that's Swingers scene. Where he keeps, if folks, if you don't know the scene we're talking about, he keeps calling this girl who gave him his number, over, you know, and over, and leaving messages, and her voicemail keeps cutting him off, and he keeps calling. He does it five or six times, and he's going through like all the emotional stages. Yeah, funny, and then he's like, "So you hate me? Is that what? What did I do? What did I do? Like, what did you do? You know, he's going through everything, and then he calls back again. At the end, he's, "I'm sorry, I'm." I'm sorry. I'm just great. Yeah. And she finally picks up the phone, and she just goes, "Don't ever call me again." Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's it's
0: great. It is. It's,
1: it's a classic it's, scene. One of the best in that in that movie. Uh, so I, I just I couldn't
0: help but yeah. think about that when this it, was going on. It was so good. And she 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 calls again. Do you think I want to do this, Clint? You think I want to leave these <laughs> yeah. messages like a crazy person? No. This is your fault. <laughs> and she yes. she calls again next. Time, this isn't over Barton I'm going to find you The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time <laughs> You get the response from the voicemail Yeah, which is, uh, yeah this is It just is genuine How mm-hmm. This is something that so many people do right Like you're calling and screaming yeah. out your ex Or something and you just <laughs> fill up their voicemail Because they won't pick up the phone And they keep pressing ignore They're like blocking your number And <laughs> this is <laughs> just really Really good stuff yeah.
1: There's just she, a whole emotional arc within the, you know, a one-sided emotional arc. It's it, that's always funny.
0: And she just slams down her phone, all frustrated. Yeah. And we, man, I laughed a lot in this episode. I've laughed a lot in this series, and it's yeah, like you said, it's not. And I laughed and smiled in Spider-Man a lot, but it, it's mm-hmm. not. Um, they're not. It's very just kind of genuine. They're not hitting you mm-hmm. over the head like with like super corny stuff. It's just you the situation is funny. The the characters yeah. with what we know about them now, where they are, it's funny. And we we get to the tracksuit mafia. And these guys are driving and they're listening to Run DMC. Yeah. Uh, um the uh the was is it Christmas in Hollis. Is that what it is, I think? Yeah, um, that's the one. Yeah. The, and so as they're listening to the song and they're driving, they're like, oh the one guy's like run DMC. Oh classic tracksuits. And they uh, start like going through famous people that have worn tracksuits through the years. So they mention this guy named Tommy Smith who was a uh, an Olympian, and then yeah. and then a the guy goes, "Or the Royal Tenenbaums," and then the, the guy goes, "Pony <laughs> Soprano, forget about it." And this the one dude goes, "Royal Tenenbaums? Come on, we don't look like the Royal Tenenbaums, do we?" And then the guy goes, "Yes." And, <laughs> yeah. and they, they're just, their interaction here is so funny. Because you know what we don't see anymore? What? Brass knuckles. Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> pull them out of your pocket in the middle of a fight? Wait one second. Let me put on brass knuckles to punch you in the face. And it's just, their banter is yeah. just like dumb criminal stuff that just lights me up every time. It is, it's so funny. Yeah. And as they pull into the parking lot and they're, You know, deep in this very serious conversation about if they look like the Royal Tenenbaums and brass knuckles, an arrow goes right through their windshield, and then the uh, there's a message in the arrow that says, "Maya, meet me tonight where you first met Ronan, alone." And the the one guy goes, "This is good," but we're not Maya. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just. It was like a yeah. minute scene, but I laughed like four times at these bros yeah. in, the, in the trust of bros. You know, they're great. They're great low-level criminals.
1: So funny, and I, I just keep thinking that every time that they're 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 showing them in this light, that they're setting up a big twist where they're they're going to show how dangerous they really are. I mean, these are criminals. They've obviously killed Rob. They've got guns. They're throwing Molotov cocktails in the first episode. Like there's going to be something bad that happens. And I can't help but think that, uh, that they're going to show how dangerous they are in this final episode. The kind of just as a, as a total switcheroo on this, they're, they're letting us kind of let our guards down about these characters. And I think that they're going to re- you know, reveal themselves to be, you know, tr- you know, truly dangerous. if,
0: You know, stupid and funny at times. So, our next uh, scene is with Clint, Ronan. Clint, Mm and he calls his wife Laura. And even when he's walking, he's got the hood on. It's raining. It's dark. Ominous music playing in the background, and the he says, "Hey, we need to talk." Gosh, like every time, Laura, she's so cool. She's just yeah. so cool Like she's just such a great significant other She's like, uh oh no fun conversation ever started that way He says look I'm sorry the problem just keeps getting bigger This Maya is relentless She's got her hands on the watch Which is interesting because we didn't talk much about the watch really in this episode Which was yeah. kind of a big thing in some of the others So they didn't reference it much But we just got that, that little tidbit so She looked into our family Someone has hired a black widow And I don't want to think about where all this goes says, no Clint we've been so careful Really I mean the kids and I were so far away Clint responds that it's not Far enough it's never far enough If this does if I don't end this tonight It's just a matter of time before The big guy Gets Mm -hmm. involved The big guy is So scary That it makes Laura go Jesus Are you sure? Laura, who knows that Clint has dealt with Thanos and like crazy stuff This guy makes her go, Jesus? So Clint says, I can't be sure, it's just a sinking feeling And then gosh, she says, follow your gut Isn't that what you wanted to hear? She said, listen, you didn't call looking for permission You don't need it for me I trust your judgment You do what you have to do and you know that I'll always understand more than anybody else ever could. Hmm. hmm right? We both did that. hmm. That's hmm. definitely an agent of some sort. Agent? I mean, I know I've actually seen people who have said, was she someone that was Ronan at one point? Now, I don't know if I uh, go that far. I go more of like, I think she was an agent. And it feels like yeah. she was someone who, you know, was, was a big part of this world. And so she mm-hmm. understands everything that he has to do. She's not someone who would hold it against him. She's not someone who would uh, you would judge him for that. But she said it was funny. She's like, um, you know, she said that, and he, Clint, says to her, "I love you," and she says, "I love you." Go end this. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting here like, "I love you too." You know, like, I was like, <laughs> oh, she's just so freaking cool, isn't she?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I I love the the theory that's going around that. Perhaps, you know, we mentioned she's maybe an agent, but more specifically, you know, Mockingbird, uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D.'s uh, answer to the Black Widow program, essentially, uh, that portrayed uh, recently on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Maybe it could be a thing where there's multiple Mockingbirds uh, donning that moniker over time, uh, just in the way that the Black Widow, there's multiple Black Widows out there. Uh, So that could be a really cool uh, little fun twist, I think. I think um initially I probably would have guessed that she was some kind of um uh you know the the person at the computer or something like that but I think it's way more fun to think of her as a, a full-on spy on the level that Clint was at and that they just decided to shack up together and and start a new life in the middle of uh in the middle of the country somewhere.
0: Yeah this is uh she's she's just she she's the wifey material for sure. She's mm-hmm. the one that you now there's one theory that I've also read into, and mm-hmm. again, these are we're just throwing some stuff off the wall here, yep. some of these things. Um Colson used to wear the Rolex. Yes. Yes. And I so mentioned that. He is someone who we think he's gone. Now, mm-hmm. maybe he they are trying to protect him, and we could with what's happened recently, if she was a former agent If she was someone that worked with Colson, That could easily yeah. tie into The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show yep. Which is what All of this With Kingpin With Daredevil And all this stuff mm-hmm. That would make a lot of sense I, Who yeah. knows if that's the case If that's where they're going But they could be trying to protect Colson, Who Clint and Laura You know Laura possibly but we know Clint has obviously done a lot of work with so just a theory yeah. to throw out there as uh oh this this next scene was great yeah we are at the fat man used car and Maya is waiting in this used car dealership alone it it's dark but she's not really alone the tracksuit guys are hiding around in the used car lot they're they're her backup but they're trying to make it seem like she's alone which is what Ronan wanted Cause he's actually watching from up top. He's set up like a sniper. And this mm-hmm. scene is just I mean, is it the dark Knight Is that where yeah. you're like? I mean, it's so, so much out of the Batman stuff. It, it is yeah. you just see him. We don't see him. We just see one at a time mm-hmm. the tracksuit mafia guys being plucked off. Just boom. Yeah. There goes, there goes one. Boom. There goes another. Boom. And then from behind Kazi, we just see the Ronin sword. Kazi kind of turns around and says, Mm -hmm. Okay, hey, let's talk. But Clint just (laughs) knocks him right out. Boom. Right out. And the Maya can't hear. So keep that in mind as she's looking around, but every time she looks, one of the tracks you guys is gone. Yeah. And she like can't see them, where they go But she can't hear, she's deaf So she keeps looking around, she, she knows he's here She notices something's up But yeah. it's not like you or I Sitting there who, who would hear What's happening, you'd hear the sword You'd hear yeah. maybe a scream Or you'd hear somebody fall to the ground She can't, and by the time she turns to look Every time Ronan Clint is one step Ahead of her mm-hmm. She shoots her gun off a few times mm-hmm. But then she empties it And we hear the sound of the Ronin blade, and we see Clint walk out of the shadows in yeah. full Ronin gear with his head down. Buddha, and, oh, that, that moment is really great, cool. really yeah. great. And Maya, so she's got the, she's holding the empty gun in her hand. Yeah. This move that she pulls is so cool This is like the move that I will pull in a fight Like I'm not kidding This is like there are two things that I learned when I was young Was was try to distract in any way, shape, or form Mm -hmm. So she goes running at Ronin She releases the clip of the gun And she like throws it at him She launches the clip And what that does is it's not The clip it's not going to kill him But What's cool is it as it goes into the air it's going to draw your attention. Yeah. When somebody throws something up in the air like you're going to look at it for a second. And so what does that do when kind of he looks up at it she's able to attack. It was like this perfect strategy. It's awesome. Yeah. Like I just freaking love it. And um and then they battle here and she uh Clint takes her to the ground but she comes back up. She ends up kicking the sword away from him He's able to gain it back And he walks over to her with the sword He has her He has her dead to rights if he wants But he mm-hmm. doesn't want to kill her Yeah, he takes off of his mask And so before we get to the part Where they talk, what would you think about this mm-hmm. scene Where he's plucking them all off right. And then the little fight stuff between him and Maya
1: It's so Funny that Batman just Owns this type of scene Like it, it Batman established right. it so that now every time we it's see like, this, this is <laughs> we're like, "This is always doing the Batman thing." Yeah, killer, and uh, I'm I'm here for it as long as it's well done. I I, I want to see that, but yeah, Batman absolutely lives rent free in my head whenever I see those uh, those scenes, and, and as they should, because uh, Batman uh, laid the the blueprint for that sort of thing and did it so well, and in multiple movies. I think you said Dark Knight, but I know there's a scene in. Batman begins like that. I'm pretty sure Tim Burton's Batman has a great scene Mm -hmm. uh, that's very, very similar where he's just picking people off from the shadows. So it's, it's just a, it's a classic uh, thing for, for superheroes in general. And you got to give the shout out to Batman for that for sure. And I love the, um, the action with, it was, it was a quick scene. Uh, My my favorite part uh, was the one that you mentioned that, that clip, how she launched the clip. I thought that was really clever well done and we also got a little bit of her taskmaster-esque uh fighting style uh where she kind of is a mimic um so i thought that was really cool there's the clanging against her um her prosthetic leg which is a nice uh interesting detail for her character you don't see a whole lot of fight scenes and at all uh with characters that have prosthetic legs i mean the only one i can think of <laughs> Uh, or limbs in general. The only one I can think of is recently what was a razor fist in Shang Chi, but that's like a totally yeah. different spin on that. He is he's he's got a actual giant blade where his arm should be. Uh, but yeah, just a really cool scene. Jax Paid weird. it off well, and, and Jax then the
0: from, uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes, good good I saw the newer one a couple of months ago on the HBO Max.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I liked. Uh, Ultimately, I really enjoyed once he got the better of her in this this exchange, uh, I think I enjoyed that even more so than the, the action, uh, because it, it was it was the culmination of their characters. And they they, they, they met each other. And then again, we're seeing uh, a, a great presentation of like two foil characters. And they do this so well on the show that like match up opposite, like equal opposite characters. It's a ver- it's a thing in literature and storytelling in general but in in comics it's almost more so because you have usually you'll have like the the hero and the villain uh and there will be very much like like I, opposite sides of the same coin you know where they're very much cut from the same cloth but there's certain things that will just separate them but that that whole dynamic and the revelation and understanding from from clint to maya that their weapons and that idea and and uh and the idea that now Maya is, is going to perhaps like forgive Clint uh for this or that's that's what she's kind of left with. Like mm-hmm. she she kind of needs to. She's kind of forced to because he doesn't take her out. So like what's she gonna do she's gonna be a bad person
0: now and like kill the guy who who she, spared her. And she knows he's yeah. she has to know he's not lying. Right. Why right. would he be lying to her if he could have just killed her. It's the same thing
1: as before with Yelena, with Yelena It's the same 100%. exact co- concept. She knows saw, that
0: they're being upfront. Mm-hmm. We saw Yelena do it to Anna at the very beginning where she told her to do it. We saw Kate right. do it to Yelena at the end of the last uh, where where she said do it. And she we've seen every no that's the great thing too is that these people don't want to kill each other. They don't want right. more blood on their hands. They don't want more blood on their ledger. They just want there's there's something that they need to get done. And they're trying to do it without Blood on their hands and that's something That you respect and I think As much as it's frustrating to Maya because She's this trained assassin She understands and I thought it was Again when they do the signing Scenes it's it's great The way that they they do the like Maya can see and read His lips but she can't hear anything Yeah And then it, it flashes back to Clint You know where he's telling her He says look see my face And she goes, why? So I can watch you kill me? He says, no. But if you or anyone comes after me or my family, it will be the last thing you do. You have my word. You and I, were the same, Maya. She says, we're monsters. He says, no, we're weapons. But when you're filled with rage, it makes you blind. It could be used, manipulated. Trust me, I know. He says, I was here that night, tipped off by an informant who works for your boss. She says no he says yes your boss And she thinks He is lying but he continues Says your boss wanted your father Dead and now he's Using you Mm -hmm. I think just the mention of her father though Got to her you Mm -hmm. know like Pulled Mm -hmm. at her because she kicks right At Clint's knee and she knocks Him down and she takes the sword from him And she's got him Mm -hmm. now With an opportunity To to kill him if she wants yeah. to she's got the sword The Ronin sword right on him And as she has that moment Where she has to think am I going to do this Boom here comes Kate to save The day out of nowhere yep. um, You, I thought it was great because I You knew Kate was going to show back up But at this moment, I was so invested in the scene with Ronan because the way yeah. that they do it, you're so like, oh, it's this Batman thing, and it's dark, and everything's going, and then he's invested with he's, – he's going with Maya. You, you're kind of not expecting Kate to show up at that Yeah, moment. you're
1: almost forgetting that she she exists there. It's, yeah. it's so out of left field that when she does arrive, it, it, it's such a welcome surprise. You know, it, it's uh, – you don't see it telegraphed at all, and uh, I'm surprised I I didn't. You know, they the previous uh, scene was her trying to get a hold of him, and you know she she wants to, but it's like, well, how? And then they have, they have that great line that kind of uh, acknowledges that. It's like, I bet you're wondering how I found you, mm-hmm. uh, and they
0: explain it. Good stuff. And yeah, he he's so Maya gets back on her bike and she rides off. She's realized she's you know she's in a one-on-two situation. Get out of here, live to fight another day. As Kate is so proud, she said, I bet you're wondering how I found you. He goes, You tracked my phone again, didn't you? Yeah. She goes, Well, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, that's it. So as they're, they're walking off, he goes, So you, this rescue mission, you've got an escape plan, which I love because just a few episodes before, this is what he was teaching her. Remember, you got to have an escape plan. Wherever you are, if yeah. you're on the roof, you have to know We don't want to go too high on the roof Because we have to be able to get out of there quickly If we do, and sure enough She does have an escape plan yeah. But it's very new age, Tim It's yeah. very new age, TK She just got the Uber right there Yeah, She just, yeah. She just got an a Uber waiting for <laughs> She yeah. comes around the corner And there's just a car waiting to pick her up And he, he goes, um, are you Tabitha? And she yeah. goes, yep and he goes, alright, hop on in And uh Hey, there we go. Rideshare under a fake name. Just pop right in. Yeah. Clint's just like, it's, it's so funny. He goes with it. I know. And yeah. I love the dynamic too. Cause it's very, it, I it keeps making, reminding me of lethal weapon in this, like, I'm too old right. for this, you know, or like yeah, a little this, generation, gen, uh, the generation difference, yeah. difference, right? The, the, the new age versus the old age, like with yeah. where it's like someone like Kate, hey, you think about this, you think about how she got into the building of Maya's apartment. She just walks to the yeah. door. Just open, like, helps yeah. the old man with groceries and just walks right in. When she gets into her aunt's apartment, she just presses on the buzzer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she gets just, she's very creative, but it's not even like, you know, Clint's mapping out these plans of what he's going to do this or how he's going to do that or how he's going to do and, and Kate just is okay, just walks right up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: it's so matter of factly, I, uh, it, always, it just made yeah, me. Uh, it's
1: direct. It's direct, yeah. and it's a little. It's also a little naive too, because it's like I'm sure Clint has a ton of reasons why he wouldn't order an Uber, and he's probably heard of an Uber before. Mm-hmm. But like she's already done it. The Uber's there. He just goes with it at that yeah. at that point. He's kind of um, tired.
0: I, he's only one yeah, day, exactly. two days away from Christmas at this point, right? He's got to get home to to, to like, get to the family. Works. Yeah. yeah. So great. Um, so they get in the uh, the car, drive off. As Kazi and Maya meet up, and Kazi's happy that she's still alive. He says, look, I'm sorry. He came out of nowhere. Did you kill him? Maya says, no, he got away. Kazi says, that's it. He got away. And this is when Maya now, the the wheels in her head are spinning from the information she just got from, from Clint about her dad did the boss want to kill her dad? Everything that happened the night her dad died, who somebody tipped him off, who was that? And so she starts to think. She asks Kazi, Why yeah. weren't you at the meeting that night? And yeah. he says, What are you talking about? Uh, she says, Why weren't you at the meeting? You were in town. You were his number two. Why weren't you there the night my father was murdered? He says, I don't know. I didn't get the call. And she says, Oh, okay. He says, Are you sure? and she's uh yeah yeah and then she just drives off. So she's obviously she mm-hmm. she knows and they're they're letting suspicious. us to believe which which is kind of funny because Kazi hasn't come off and maybe that's why he didn't come off mm-hmm. like a bad guy, like a horrible guy, right. right? He came off like someone who genuinely cares about Maya. It seems he learned yeah. sign language just to be able to interact with her. He's yeah. sit- cleaning up her wounds in one of the scenes before uh but it does we we are led to believe that he's the guy that, you know, uh, gives her father up.
1: And it, that just makes the betrayal that much more painful for, for Maya because he is clearly uh, the one that she's closest with. It seems like maybe they have a romantic relationship. Uh, they haven't gotten too deep into that, but it seems like that on the surface. Um, so it, it would be just the ultimate betrayal to find out that, you know, the the person you love was involved in murdering your own father. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, it's her boss, too, sh- who she has a loyalty to. She's now found out has uh, been involved in that, too. Which so her whole world her, is like just upside down.
0: I mean, we her, don't, don't, her uncle, her uncle, I was going to say, and we don't I don't know if it's her uncle, uncle, or if it's like right, a right. fictional uncle, because now what we're kind of being led to believe is. The scenes where we saw Maya as a young girl training in the karate dojo, yeah, that almost looks like it's like a mafia training ground for kids. Mm. Like, were they I wonder. They're like breeding the next generation of tracksuits. You know, right? Like right. getting these kids ready. Uh, you know, fought ready, and and that's why you know when they when her dad leaves, uncle's gonna drive you home. You know, he's already at the dojo, kind of looking at the next. Crop of recruits you know that They're going to come in and, and, uh, and be Their soldiers so the uh, The Maya Kazi Relationship is definitely Heating up a little bit here oh, yes. As we now get To we get back to Kate And Clint and they're in the Uber And she tells Clint uh, There's one more thing we should worry about You remember that girl from last night the one in the mask I spoke to her She said she's Natasha's sister And Clint knows her Yelena so I thought about this for a second, and this was one of those things where I think some people might go, really? Like, how does he know her? But then you stop and think. She knew his family. Natasha knew his family. They were yeah. that close. They. Yeah. It, it, and to me, it, 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 this isn't like a plot hole as much as it's the opposite. It shows you how close these two were. That percent. they were the type of people who would know everything about one another. Everything. Because, yeah. I mean, they've been— there were moments where they're doing, they're on missions and they're sitting up in abandoned basements for days at a time, sitting there. Exactly. Right. They, they had to share everything with each other, probably at so many different moments. So I, this was just a like a really brief line in passing, but mm-hmm. I thought it was it was very important just to let just to know he knows this, he knows a lot about Elena. I'm as, as he knows or uh, much as much about Natasha as anybody else would have
1: yeah in fact, I would have been surprised if he didn't know about Absolutely.
0: I agree it, that it would, would have, have felt worse if it, I completely agree who are you who's elena i that would't have yeah. felt disingenuous
1: yeah it, would have, you know, that, it just doesn't jibe with what we know about how close they were. They wouldn't keep that
0: type of a secret from each other or secrets at all really so as they get out of the car uh clint noticeably favoring his shoulder mm-hmm. and and then oh there's the moment so they're walking, and as they walk off, we, yeah. we just see from behind Clint, Hand, Kate, an Arrow. Yeah. And I just went, oh. It was this like. Presum-
1: presumably, it's the one that she shot earlier to, to, to save his butt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's such a great moment, right? It's, it's so symbolic of it's like their literal
0: passing of the arrow, writing. not the yes. doors, you know? Yes, like, yes, so true. Great stuff and um, They So just a quick little look at Eleanor Mm -hmm. and then we see Yelena is actually following her Eleanor walks into a building And Yelena looks up at the Building we don't see what the building is But Mm -hmm. we do see Yelena knows what it is I think with just kind of a look up Yelena is able to recognize where Where Eleanor is going So we will know where Eleanor was going and what building That was in the next episode yeah. But we finish up At Grills Place with Kate, Clint and Grills And Pizza Dog here and They're just having a good yeah. time man Grills is like one of those characters that's so lovable He's kind of come out of nowhere And you're just mm-hmm. like When he's on the screen too he's he's great He's not like stealing every scene But he's just like ah oh, Grills that's Grills yeah. is there that's good And Grills is playing with the dog and i thought that this is like a a a scene that it's so unnecessary to have the, the little tricks with the dog when they come back but it just is it's really genuine it's just this cool moment where the dog likes grills a little bit more or seems to obey and pay attention more to grills than to kate and kate's kind of like Oh man, I wanted to do this trick with the dog, and they're trying to get the dog <laughs> to dance, and it's just this like. I mean, if you had if you've had a pet before, we've all been here in this situation. Like, I my my dog, I bug does the tricks, but Ellie won't do the tricks. But like when yeah. I do the tricks with Bug, then everybody wants to go. Oh, like, will Bug listen to me if I do? If I tell her to do yeah. the tricks, you know? And like, my little nephew always is like, if I tell her to sit, will she sit? Like, yeah, let's try <laughs> it, you know. And this is that that moment here, and as as they're kind of having a a cool little cute laugh and and eating and and sharing this uh this moment with the dog. Kate's phone rings and a text comes through and it says Kate Bishop, I found out who hired me. And the way they did this was so great, you know, yeah. cuz they just have it come in one line at a time. Yeah. So the first line comes in and and then you get the dot, 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 like the text is coming through. So we're waiting and it's like waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And then the next thing that Yelena texts Kate is Eleanor Bishop. Dum, dum, dum. Nah. Thought you deserve <laughs> to know. And then she sends a picture. So Clint sees Kate looking down at her phone. He notices, you know, she's something's up. She's distracted. He said, Kate, what is it? What's going on? He hands her phone to Clint. Look at this. Who's that with my mom? And we see a picture of Eleanor and Kingpin together. Mm-hmm. And Clint says, well, that's the guy I've been worried about this whole time. Kingpin. You're a mean one, yes. Mr. Grinch You really you are. are So great They go right into uh, the uh, the credit scene And that's the song playing, The Grinch And yeah. the silhouette um, The Hawkeye yeah. poster at the end now Has a silhouette That's kind of like yep. a shadow of this big body That's like lording over everything
1: and- Yeah, yeah And you get uh, Clint and Kate on opposite sides of it Like uh, like a David and Goliath type thing
0: I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it too You know, you get that Kingpin reveal at the end Which is what we were all hoping for And all of these doors that are open now in this world TK, that, ah, I'm just, I'm so, so excited Because this guy now can show up in, you know Who knows where, Secret Invasion, Armor Wars Mm -hmm. Any of the uh, upcoming Stuff and I thought it was really Important to see Hawkeye a guy who has dealt Like we said with Thanos with the Level of villain people Trying to end the world That he is scared of this guy This is a legitimate evil Dude and for the folks Out there who may not have watched The daredevil stuff or maybe you Don't know a whole lot about this character This guy What what made him I think popular and a polarizing character was how evil he was on that show We're not like you see him do some really messed up stuff and like a bad bad guy so it'll be Interesting to see on the Disney plus and and, in in the Disney world now if they're gonna tone him down You know and Mm -hmm. and and that's I guess the one of the big questions that we have Coming out of this with Kingpin With the Daredevil character Now uh, these are characters that Have been introduced or How much of what we know About them is going to be pulled Referenced is it just going right. to be Kind of like hey look we know This character but their, their Backstory might be a little different than the backstory That you know on Netflix because I saw somebody yeah. say like Hey I don't know if Disney Plus wants to be like hey Go over to Netflix to watch all the origin Stories for all of these people right. and then come back Over to Disney Plus so they may Tweak things a little bit but yeah. The character we know is Kingpin this is that guy you know this This is him mm-hmm. this is a big deal A big bad boss and These worlds are all Opened up they're all connected And I got yeah. it. the feeling After this is like the same feeling That I had after Spider-Man 2 it was like ooh! Where are we going now? Like, oh gosh, yeah. like I'm just like I'm. Like I said, I'm just started back up doing the Daredevil. Like as soon as he popped back up, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm watching Daredevil again right now, all the way through. Like I'm going Same. through it again, and um, just super, super excited coming out of this episode with just one more left and a lot of things. Think about. I mean, we got Maya, Kazi, stuff going on. Mm-hmm. What's up with eleanor what's up with jack Cade and clint yeah. obviously have their you know their um uh mission in here yelena mm-hmm. and, and yelena and clint we're gonna see interact there's a lot of stuff that has to happen in probably a 45 minute the watch, yeah. right yeah. do we find out more about laura who she right. is you know um what but- how about those new costumes we're, we're, we're going to get to see those I we think. know we're going to show up in the, sadly knock on wood and we don't we hope it doesn't happen in the comics grills dies yeah, yeah. yeah no no that can't happen to grills he's beloved yeah. now he's a great character they can't do that to him so i um i can't wait i cannot wait we have one yeah. more episode left we'll put a bow on hawkeye coming uh, in the next uh, week or so and we'll finish mm-hmm. that one up so I you know with one episode left, Tim, where are you feeling about Hawkeye five uh, five, uh, five done?
1: Uh, you know what? I just think I'm so happy that I feel the same way now that I did after the first two episodes when I felt really strongly about it. And that third, every single week I thought, is this when the other shoe drops and they they drop the ball on this or is this where they fumble, you know, the last act? You know, we I say this every time we get to you know the, the end of a series, Marvel uh when they miss, it's usually in the third act. So, you know, that there's always that pressure for them to 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 bring it home and to stick the landing. So far, they've done a really good job. I mean, we thought they stuck the landing with Loki. We thought they stuck the landing with WandaVision, even if it had a little bit of shakier uh portions toward the end. Um this so far. Hawkeye has been the most consistent quality uh, program on on D- of the Disney Plus MCU mm-hmm. shows for me. Absolutely, from I'm, top to bottom. Maybe you could put Loki right right next yeah, to it. Yeah, they're, they're pretty they close. Be, yeah, I would agree. But I would episode agree. to episode, my enjoyment has been pretty much the same, and there's been about the same number of standout moments. Mm-hmm. Fun lines, quips, action moments. Who's going to remember comedy? Yeah, just little things that stand out that, that make you go, "Oh, I really loved that." Uh, Spider Man this week was chock full of those moments, and and Hawkeye thankfully didn't feel like a step down necessarily from like the the movies uh, and how no. you expect to have those big movie moments uh, on the big screen. But the MCU is doing a great job of bringing those down to. Their television series and this is very much like their street level uh, MCU uh, property right like they're introducing the street level villains we've got the tracksuit mafia we've got the kingpin he's not uh, you know he's not a Thanos but he is a very uh, dangerous and formidable uh, opponent for for him and uh, there's a lot of stakes in this but the stakes aren't world or universe it's Clint's family it's you know Kate's family it's important things to these characters That we've come to grow and love But, um, and the stakes feel high But they don't feel grandiose And epic in the way that a lot of these um, Recent MCU properties have And that's a good thing, I think It's needed, I think it's great. they can't
0: all be They can't all be yeah. end of the world Every day, there's gotta exactly. be Smaller stakes that could lead to Bigger, and this, mm-hmm. this is what Needed, because this is really I mean, we know Yelena, so we know Her a little bit, but as far as We're talking about with, um, you know, with Kate, with Maya, with some of them. This is their intros, right? This is kind of low level for them. So, Hawkeye, one more episode to come next week. Okay, so before, if you have not seen Spider-Man, and we talked a little bit about it, we're going to just spend a couple minutes talking about it. I promise, folks, we won't get too deep into it. We we will do a full deep dive recap, but I I had to... uh, We had to share a few thoughts here Because man this was such a great Movie And (laughs) it was a great movie but the viewing Experience in the theater was So awesome especially the timing Of where we are with the pandemic And Mm -hmm. getting back to the movies And this to me was Like an experience That I can't remember Other than recently other than Endgame Endgame. Very Endgame you know And um they had a lot of things to do that was a little bit scary because they were they were taking a lot on in this movie oh yeah dude they knocked oh, it out of the freaking park man oh my so gosh did. i came out of this movie glowing i could not go to sleep cuz i saw it late yeah. i was up till like 5:30 cuz i was just like glowing i was like yeah. on a high i couldn't i it, i oh my I god i couldn't get off
1: twitter i couldn't go oh. i just wanted
0: to see everyone's reactions and and oh. and
1: it, i was just so pumped on it because I was riding high on everyone's reactions in, in, in the theater. I mean, that's what it's all about when you see it in a, a packed house and th- that shared experience. You love to, to hear the audience kind of experience the same thing and feel them experience the same thing that you're feeling. You know it's it's shared. Like you you, yes. you laugh and they're all laughing and we're all in sync and having this great time. And you just want to to, to share that with other people. And I, I, I couldn't help but like want to just talk about it, but I didn't no. want to spoil it for anybody. If Me I too. saw it. You know, 3:30. I saw it at 3:30 p.m. on a on Thursday on the East Coast. So like, super early, packed house at 3:30 p.m. on a Thursday, and it was it was one of the best uh, movie experiences of my life. You said Endgame. I can't think of anything else that reminds me of it. Like, remember those those um, viral videos that were going around mid-pandemic, reminding yeah. us. Of what it was like And it was that end
0: game reaction the cheering, stuff The cheering of the theater and that's what everybody. it was
1: so exactly. many times Throughout this screening And if you think about it The scale of this thing is maybe beyond Endgame it Because is. Endgame was like 10 plus years In the making This goes back to like 2000 This, this goes all the way back Spider-Man to amazing To, 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 spi- to Tobey's
0: On yeah. TV oh, In the movies, in film mm-hmm. Everyone that we've yeah. seen in pop culture over the last twenty five years and, and they made it so fun. <laughs> the moment um and I gotta say, and the moment that Andrew Garfield pops Dude. up, that was one of the greatest and will yes. go down as a like I'm getting goosebumps again just talking about it. Yeah, like he pops in and the crowd the whole place goes nuts and he's kind of just looking around for a minute, yeah. like what where yeah. am I? And then I will say so and again like I just want to mention one or two more things We won't get too yeah. much into it But he was amazing in this And I use that he word on purpose And like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did the the freaking rehab With him too It wasn't as, yes. as if he was bad in the Spider-Man movie But I think great. Of all of the Spider-Man The three of them He was probably more widely regarded as the Number three of the three Not I don't think mm-hmm. by his fault I think just because of the movies weren't as good Honestly right. that's probably what it was like the directing And those movies just weren't as good As now we're in the MCU And Toby was the first Spider-Man really yeah. right He was Toby, you and, know And
1: those and, movies are great Spider-Man I mean, 1 and 2 hold up And there's something about them That is timeless and classic And I think even Even surpasses this No Way Home film which I thought was amazing The one thing I would say about it that If I can maybe put a critique out there is that it had a feel of like this was rushed a little bit it's like the, for something yeah for something so big i wanted them to have an extra year to work on this you know what i mean and, and just polish a few things and make things feel just more timeless I, I it's hard to really put an exact word to it but there's cameron was talking about this recently with Denis Villeneuve. I. I Butchered his name, I'm sure. But the director of Dune and Blade Runner 2049. And he kind of critiqued the MCU specifically. I know it's getting cliche for uh, some, you know, big time directors to do that. But he kind of compared like when he thinks of epic filmmaking, that the MCU doesn't necessarily always feel epic. And I kind of interpreted that as what I was feeling here uh, with when I'm looking at the Sam Raimi movies, it seems like they're they're built so meticulously and it feels like they were storyboarded and and i know just from from a little insider information and from following this the stories that they were they were finishing spider-man no way home like a week before they released it still and yes. i just feel like that the the demands of the mcu machine kind of caused things to be a little bit rushed to where they could have made it
0: just that much better mm-hmm. uh but, those are more um, Spider-Man yeah. authentic movies mm-hmm. And then they are You know I do think this This is actually the first Spider-Man movie With Tom Holland that feels like a Spider-Man movie
1: Yeah More, yeah. more
0: than an MCU movie But it's still right. not even It still has to do all those MCU things You right. know It still has to to check all those MCU boxes You know yeah. But th- that was the most to me The one thing that I took I wouldn't when the three of them, and, and you did yeah. say the, the word rush you used, which I'm, I'm glad you used for the way you used it in that mm-hmm. the way they were putting this movie together came like the, the production and stuff and maybe the, the writing of the script and some of the things were last minute. But the fact that those three Spider-Men were on Ooh. the screen for like an hour or like, yeah. I, I, could, I, didn't, I would have never guessed they were going to be in the movie together for that long. And that they
1: had small human moments. Those were my favorite things: oh my cracking gosh. backs and the, like the little, back or, crack.
0: Oh my gosh! We're t- just t- talking about like
1: oh. yeah, producing your own webs and like the differences in their and their powers and they're just ask, being curious about the other uh, Spider-Man, and then them immediately kind of feeling like they're brothers too, and getting a brother dynamic with it. And I love that you mentioned Andrew Garfield in it. I think he's had such a great year. He's such a phenomenal, lovable actor. Um, the Tick Tick Boom movie that's on Netflix. He absolutely destroyed that movie. I mean that in a good way. He he crushed 100%. that role. It's a great movie, a great time. Uh, and uh, he was my favorite Spider-Man in he,
0: in this in this movie, No Way Home. He absolutely stole every scene. He was hundred percent. He stood out, and it was I. You know, I'm a big sports guy. I was one of the recaps I was reading and listening to was saying like it was like a really good player on a bad team. You know, right. him, him in the Spider-Man movies or like and then you know and then in like in in his second Spider-Man, the the one that he was in the second time, it was like a really good player that kind of tweaks their ankle. You know, and you mm-hmm. kind of you don't blame it on them and then you you kind yeah. of forget how good they are as it and then when he I think of the three of them most embodies Spider-Man all of mm-hmm. the Spider-Man traits and characteristics in one He he has, like, the the smart guy But I'm kind of... He's got the comedy sense Like, Toby yeah. is a little too... And that was one of the complaints about him He's a little too just nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Spider-Man was a little more wisecracky, you know? And right. especially and, when
1: he's Spider-Man
0: mm-hmm. when And he's Tom Holland that. is still... The, some of the gripes on him was that maybe He's not quite as Funny all the time you know he can kind of Be but like Garfield is a legitimate Actor this dude is good and yeah. it Was like you could tell this Was again Feige rehabbing Rehabbing yeah. he knew They and, knew they, they played into it he Was Spider-Man 3 he even said you're Spider-Man 1 2 3 right. they acted <laughs> Like he was the least important of them You know yeah. he, he embraced That and then he got His moment the same, that moment got Ugh. me, man. I was like, absolutely. It, was, it got me. It was, it was so
1: emotional that, 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 I mean, like we said earlier, redemption is kind of the name of the game here. Uh, uh, rehabbing, you, you mentioned earlier on so many levels on the story level. So the characters all got to have their redemptions and, in a lot of ways, they didn't get to do that in their first movies, because think about it. Spider-Man, the, 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 the Raimi films, the third one was poorly received, and the fourth one never happened. But there was a, mm-hmm. supposed to be a fourth one, so we never got that resolution. Same thing with um, Andrew Garfield, only even more so. They only made two of those movies, and the second one was bad, so they, they uh, chopped that off. And they never got to see his character evolve and get mm-hmm. that resolution. Uh, There, But also it's it's the franchises themselves that they're rehabbing. They're taking these properties that are seen as kind of uh, as failures. And now they're integral to this thing that is seen as uh, as a huge success. They're part of the MCU fabric now. So it's like you have to go back and watch Toby's Mm -hmm. films. And you have to go back and watch a- a Andrew's films if, if you're a big fan, or you're going to be compelled to at least. And I think that's a that's a good thing because there's great things about those. You shouldn't we shouldn't just be forgetting about them. If there's a way to fold them into the universe and make it work and make sense, which I think they've done pretty well here, why not? I mean, it's a, it's it's great all around. So I I really enjoy the idea of the the re- redemption as a theme in here, and also uh, that extends to. The villains of the story. Yeah, that they the, all got the, it. The story is not about de- defeating these villains. It's about redeeming them. It's about saving them. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting. And also, we've seen a redemption and a rehab of the Tom Holland character. Because yep. what is the kind of complaint about him? Like you mentioned, it's too MCU. It's not Spider-Man enough. So what did they do in this film? They kind of stripped away the MCU elements. And they re... They push the Spider-Man elements out by by the end, so it's almost a, a, a fresh start mm-hmm. where we get like a,
0: a Spider-Man focused Spider-Man moving it was, forward. And end of I think his function, trilogy, you know. But yes, exactly. But his yeah. trilogy that was a lot. It was so little about Spider-Man. It was like all about mm-hmm. fixing Stark and the Avengers and right. being a part of them. And this, you're right. Now it's like it's a, a moving forward, a clean slate for him. For Tom and I I think it was Van Lathan on one of the things I was reading Or listening to on The Ringer that said He felt like in this movie it, it did exactly What they wanted in that he went from Spider-Boy to Spider-Man Yes, yes, that's the exact thing I was about to say That uh,
1: That's the big complaint, right? That yep. Spider-Man wasn't Spider-Man In these films, he was Spider-Boy It was like a, a three film or, Origin story Where mm-hmm. we're seeing him become the 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 character usually that that arc happens you know in a one film in one film uh you might like batman begins would would have that function but really Mm -hmm. this whole trilogy is like one big batman begins and now we're seeing the real spider-man similarly we kind of saw that with the way they approached the man of steel superman the man of steel and the superman the kal-el we see in Zack snyder's man of steel a lot of people didn't like him he killed somebody at the end of that uh that film but the argument in favor of you know those story beats is that um, at the time he wasn't the Man of Steel that we know. That was a formative moment. He doesn't kill because uh, uh, he killed Zod early on. So that 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 that's, that forms him and brings him into the, the 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 fully fledged you know Superman that we actually probably see or don't get to see until the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League when he opens his shirt and that I think that's when we get the start of like the real Superman that we get in the comics. And similarly that's what's that's what's happening here with with, with uh
0: Peter Parker or yeah. the MCU's Peter Parker. Feels like this is gonna be the start for Peter Parker. We'll see Tom Holland perhaps and who knows. I mean there's a lot more to go if he wants to I'm, come on, Tom. Why would you want to not I, He said it. I know he teased, <laughs> like I want to go not be Spider Man. But dude, come on. It's because, negotiations. Yeah, that's I was all negotiations. Say, that, that was it's, just it's, give me a few more million when we uh when we talk yeah, next exactly time, when we talk next time. But we, we better cut it here because if we don't, we'll we'll start going for two hours. We'll and everything yeah. on Spider Man. But we will do a full Spider Man deep dive coming up in probably the next week or two. It's the holidays yeah. right now, so if we if we're a little bit uh, lagging. It'll be coming definitely between now and like not long after the new year. So we'll do a a full Spider Man deep dive. I'm gonna go see it again for sure at least once. I'm I'm oh, sure yes. Tim probably wants at to least. too. Uh, also, so we'll uh, we'll get oh. into that, and we will finish up with Hawkeye sometime in the next week. Uh, also for you again. If, if for some reason our schedule's off a day or two or a little here and there, uh, it's Christmas right now. So, um, we will definitely, uh, have everything coming out for you in the next week or two. We'll finish up Hawkeye and we'll get into Spider Man. Man, I got all the feels this week, Tim. This was like yep. why we do this, why we love these things, why we get into yeah. it. And, uh, just feeling it, feeling it in your gut, in your belly, you know, like it was, I'm glad I stayed up late and went and watched it right when I did. And, um, it's so much fun to be able to uh, to talk about it With a good friend like you, buddy So uh, thanks again thanks. for helping us out And I look forward to talking about The uh, the finale of Hawkeye And then some Spidey with you coming soon
1: Appreciate you, man it, It's been a pleasure And yeah, it, this these last uh, few episodes And Spidey have just been such a pleasure Rewatching them has not been a chore whatsoever I, I want to watch these again and again And I can't wait to continue discussing them with you
0: And if we don't talk
1: before
0: Um Happy uh, uh, Happy holidays, Merry Christmas I hope you have a blast you, with thanks. your family And ma- thank you so much for uh, for everything you've done for me And helping us uh, here I know the the listeners and the fans of this show Are, are big fans of you also So thank you so much, thank happy you. holidays, safe travel Are you back? Uh, you're not back yet, you're still on the East Coast For a few more days, right?
1: I'm still on the East Coast, I'm coming back uh, early next week uh, Just in time to check out I'll probably get off the plane and come back uh, Settle in and watch that uh, last Hawkeye Right, right after know. I... Get Perfect.
0: Well, safe travels for you and the family, and uh, we'll talk to you again in just a few days, folks. You can all follow Tim on Twitter and Instagram at Tim is not funny, and check out the uh, music project that Tim does. Great, great stuff. Ice Cream Fire. So, a uh, Tim TK buddy. Thank you so much, my man. Thank you. Do not go anywhere, folks. We still have a lot more on this episode. of That's what G said. And that's going to do it for this episode. Yeah, normally we have a bunch of different things on each episode, but I didn't want to wait as the Hawkeye season uh one finale comes out on Tuesday I figured I'd rather get this out for you didn't want to need to didn't want to force anything in these next few days let's just get ahead and we'll have tons of content for you for Santa Anita for NFL for wrestling everything coming up on the next episode of that's what G said podcast So have a great couple days folks. happy holidays. I'll be talking to you again though before Christmas So I'll wish you a Merry Christmas again very very soon Talk soon.